This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 93 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Pallion Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, last week, Chris Harris proved that he is more than just a tag team wrestler. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Harris is our new NWA world champion. But he's not. Ooh. That's right, folks. Because shortly before... Chris Harris was supposed to get his title match against Jeff Jarrett inside of the steel cage, which we've been on the road for for several several weeks at this point. He was brutally attacked by Raven because Chris Harris couldn't hear him knocking that night. But boy, was Raven there, and he came in. And he was coming in. That's right. And he was going to wreck Chris Harris's left shoulder. Prompting a show-long storyline where we didn't know who would be challenging Jeff Jarrett. And by the end of the night, it wasn't Chris Harris. It wasn't Ron Killings. And it wasn't James Storm. And unfortunately, it was not Raven. Instead, it was our favorite landscaper, AJ Styles. Got the shot inside the steel cage, and he was able to successfully defeat Jeff Jarrett to become the NWA World Heavyweight Champion for, I believe, the second time. Yep, I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke and like sing his theme song, but I really, I just stopped myself and didn't do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he second time, which what only Jarrett has done that so far in TNA besides. Uh, styles, I believe, right? Uh, in terms of being a multiple time champion or world champion, specifically world champion, but yeah, I'm pretty mo- sure. If we're talking any, uh, there's a couple more, but yeah, well, because I mean, Jared has gone long, long stretches as uh, the champion, and I believe both times now, AJ Styles has been the man to end the the reign. That's actually pretty huge if you think about it. Yeah, but I think it would have meant something more if, uh, like I said uh, last week, that um, if if AJ wasn't being kind of booked and promoted as a uh, jabroni. Well, Bob, we can't all have what we want. Uh, I guess you're right. Uh, but all right, we, but we have a new end of a AJ Styles. It's another phenomenal reign, hopefully. That's uh, right. AJ? Well, there's a lot of other things going on here. Uh, we have new NWA World Tag Team Champions because guess what? D'Lo Brown <sighs> and Apollo, and more specifically, I guess, Apollo, he didn't know the rules either. Even though the previous week from last week, 
the rule was in favor of them because they lost the belts by disqualification. And now Dallas, or the big man in Kid Cash. Big D. Big D in Kid Cash are now the tag team champions as well. There's a lot of change going on here. Desire's back. Desire's back. Uh, Also, last week, Christopher Daniels defeated Michael Shane, and now he's on the Team NWA uh, X X Cup team. Uh, That's pretty big. I believe I have a little bit of news about why Sanjay is not. Uh, We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit here. Um, And I guess since we're talking about the rest, we can kind of talk about what else happened last week because uh, David Young's losing streak continued when he lost to Shark Boy. Uh, Also, Glenn Gilberti and Johnny Swinger defeated Simon Diamond and Siaki. And that's leading to a match that we know of tonight, which is a six-person mixed tag team match where Desire is going to be joining Diamond and Sonny Siaki to take on Swinger, Gilberti, and Trinity on today's show. And then also Abyss and Monty Brown defeated Sabu in a handicap match because Raven was supposed to be his partner, and then he didn't come out. And then after the match, he kind of just ignored Sabu laying there on the ground. He literally walked over him. Yeah. And, like, ignored him. <laughs> yeah. He, like, tripped over him. And he just, like, looked down and be like, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> and he left. Uh, we, we also know that Team uh, AAA will be in the building in Team NWA. I believe that they're facing off against each other. So a little, uh, you know, remember that first America's X Cup uh, final match? Well... You're kind of getting the same match tonight with a couple different people in it. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and it will not feature Hooven to Guerrero. No, it'll be heavy metal in place of Hoovy and, of course, Christopher Daniels in the place of Sanjay Dutt. I don't know if we know anything else besides those, Bob. Um, but, yeah, you know, it was, an, it was an okay show last week. I believe we both said it was a thumbs-up show, though. Uh, I believe I was saying it was a thumbs-up if you put, like, a gun to my head. Yes, but in our in our report, that means a thumbs up because you, you changed your mind. At first, you're in the middle. You're like, listen. Yeah, because I'm going to give a more, like, moving. If I've ever done, like, an average like, in the middle, like, I'm, I'm doing away with that philosophy. It's either a yes or a no. Even well, if it's a very mild yes or a very mild no, whatever, it's got to be something. Out of the, the people deserve an answer. They don't like to have an inconclusive response. They need to know, hey, man, should I watch this? You're not wrong about that. Uh, the only the thumbs down shows, Bob, that we've been giving in the past, like, long time are the X Cup shows. Uh, because the, before that, oh, yeah. before the the America's X Cup, the last time that we gave a thumbs down to a show, both of us or either one of us was pay-per-view number 70. And we are about to do 92 today. Holy shit. You're t- wait, that's the last time we gave a thumbs down? Yeah, in 2003. We've been ahead we've a lot of in the middles, but that's generally a more positive look. But none of, neither yeah. one of us have been definitively a thumbs down since pay-per-view 70, except what? the America's X-Cups. Right, aside from the X-Cups. Okay, that, well, that's... Okay. Wow. I mean, that's pretty good if you're thinking about just the straight-up shows. I know. my gimmick. Fuck. Yeah, we had a couple... We had a bunch in the middle, though. Uh, actually, a majority... Okay. Since then, we're in the middle, but that's actually not really necessarily. That's not true. A lot we're up to. But regardless, it doesn't matter what happened in the past because we, like Bob said, are off that road to the steel cage. And now we are on the road of something else. And I guarantee you, Bob, I will bet you anything that we will be starting off tonight's show with a Jeff Jarrett promo in the ring. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised by that. There's no way we don't. There's no way. But we'll find that out uh, soon. First, we got to Or get... I might... I could see it being Vince and AJ. And then Jared comes out. I was going to say, Jared's still going to come out then. <laughs> yeah, Jared in some form will be coming out. He's going to yell at Mike Tanay. He's going to yell at Vince Russo. I was cheated. I wasn't prepared. Damn it, Mike Tanay. This is your fault. I Damn can't. you, Jackie Fargo. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, it's his fault. Right. Now, before we get to that, though, we do have some notes to cover, uh, including a little bit more about that TV deal. I think we should just discuss that before the show because it's uh, pretty important stuff going on, as well as just some notes uh, about last week's show, you know, like we always do. And then we'll have plenty to talk about during the show. So don't don't worry. It's okay. So, Bob, we gave it a thumbs up. What do you think that the readers of The Observer thought about that? Uh, I'm going to say they went with a thumbs up as well. They did. 54.8% were thumbs up. Only 194 were thumbs down. And 25.8% were in the middle. Uh, but Dave does say, after all the hype, the feedback had to be disappointing because they only had 31 responses, which is well below the average. So, so that is... I mean, that's basing it really off people knowing that it was going to be AJ. They were probably still thinking Chris Harris was coming. Yeah, I so think that's, uh, yeah. That might be an indicator of where Chris Harris's believability as a man of a wrestler was uh, coming in. Right. That's and kind he, of interesting. And he kind of writes that here. He said they probably outswerved themselves because if they had just had Styles win the series of matches instead of Harris, because Styles has had more of a singles push. His match with Jarrett would probably have done better. The story played out well on TV, and Booker's outsmarting themselves is common these days. That's sure. that's what, um, so what do you think was voted on as the best match of last week's show? Um, I will say Michael Shane against Christopher Daniels. Bob, are you reading my notes? Nope. Well, I'm just you got that, that right. Smart. And what about the worst match? Uh, the tag title match, Brown and Apollo against Dallas and Cash. No, but actually that match was not very great. Is it the Diamond Siaki Gilberti Swinger match? Nope. Fucking Shark Boy and David Young. Shark Boy and David Young. Yeah, I didn't want to give Shark Boy that kind of distinction, but right. And actually, I might have been mistaken. Ne- the, you the never ta- bet against David Young. The tag title match wasn't bad last week. It was the week before, right? The week before was. Okay, bad. yeah, so I, I take that back. I don't think it was as bad last week. I don't think so. Um, but as we know, in the tag title change, Cash brought in a pipe, but Apollo got it from him and used it, and the ref turned around and saw Apollo with it and DQ'd him. Now, Dave notes that last week when they did the DQ finish, it was pretty cool because it hasn't been done before, which me and Bob actually figured out is not the case. They actually did do it. Uh, when Daniels and... Skipper won the tag titles, or they lost them? I can't remember. You looked it up last week. It was a three-on-two handicap. Three-on-two. Daniels and Skipper, and I guess technically Loki, but I think it was Daniels and Skipper, defeated uh, Red and Lynn. Or it was Daniels and Skipper defeating Red, because like Lynn or something. Yeah, it was a a handicap with, with Daniels and Skipper winning the match. Right. Now, Dave mentions, though, that doing the comeback with the DQ was totally lame. So they did it cool last week, he thinks. And then this week it was lame because they did, you know, the same thing again to switch the titles again. 
Yeah, I don't I don't like you like doing the back to back. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, we know that Daniels replaces Sanjay in the X team, so it'll be Daniels and Skipper reuniting, which is a really great point. Uh, plus Chris Saban and Jerry Lynn. Well, and they've also apparently they were definitely teasing Skipper being a little bitter. I know. Daniels and Loki reuniting seemingly without him. Or like kind of pushing him off to the side because he seemed to be wanting to be the guy that got them together. Yeah. Right. And then they were just like, screw you, Skipper. We'll do it ourselves. But apparently with Loki, uh, I don't know if you have known on Loki, but he has certainly gone for at least a little while. I don't, but yeah, we I think we just figured that out when he left this la- whatever the last match was. It was like, oh shit, he's like in Japan again for a long time. Yeah, I mean, he's. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna guess because when I looked, you, oh, I guess during the show I could look it up. Yeah, let's look at it during the show. Roughly see him yeah. again, but it's. Right. I think it's over a year, and I almost certain Whoa. that during that time he is in Ring of Honor though. Wow, he's gonna be gone that long. Yeah, it might, this, it might it might even be 2006 that he comes back. Is that when he's going to end up coming back as Senshi? I think so. Holy crap. I don't dude. think he's there at all during that the first year of like pay-per-views. I'm almost Wow. Sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's not until 2006. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll take a look during the show cuz I'm sure well actually we can look it up during Team NWA cuz two members of Triple X right. will be there. We'll take a yeah. look. Um and now also after that match, when he defeated uh, Michael Shane, Michael Shane and uh, Tracy were both beating down on Shane Douglas. Uh, a pretty interesting segment because we were kind of confused on who we were supposed to be cheering for or booing. But actually, I think it was pretty well done. But um, Dave goes on to say uh, they both beat on Douglas, who I guess is supposed to be the face. So even he's thinking it. Um, but he says the angle was really good as Douglas may not have much left as a wrestler, but his talking, psychology, and timing when doing an angle are first rate. So uh, if if this is potentially a little last, uh, you know, storyline for him, I think it's going pretty smooth so far. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think for me, it's going to be tough to uh, to root for Shane Douglas. I, just largely because I don't think he, as a character, I don't think he's a very likable guy. No, as a character, how can you like him? Yeah, and then like even in S- super entertaining. I don't even know. I mean, technically, when he came into WCW in the summer of '99 with like the Revolution, he was, I guess, technically a babyface, but that was very short-lived. I want to say the last time he was a real pure babyface that I can remember, because like in ECW, I'm. I don't know if early on he was technically a babyface, but he was a heel for most. It was like 92 WCW when he was with Ricky Steamboat. Wow. Or like 92, 93. So, um, yeah, I think that would be a little weird. But, then you know, it could also be an instance of uh, maybe they pivot to two heels just feuding anyway. Right. Which wouldn't be that uncommon, I feel like. But. Right. Uh, we did all. We already mentioned Desire returning, so we can skip right over that because there's nothing new necessarily about it. I'm sure. I'm hoping we're going to see a little bit more about it. Actually, I think I remember, uh, and we might be even be on the show that Bob mentioned when she got injured. We discussed that because it was an injury and explosion that they're going to show us the clip eventually here. So I'm curious to when that's going to happen. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, since the explosion footage actually exists, but you know, you can't watch it anywhere. You know, it's fine. 
Uh, David Young doing that losing streak gimmick, we, we discussed already too, but Dave thinks that they're going to no doubt be faking the numbers until he beats the all-time record, which will likely be tabbed as whatever the number they can come up with that Jack Hart or Barry Horowitz used in Florida in the 80s doing the gimmick, and that number is 134. <laughs> they're going to have him lose 135 times? Well, they're saying that you know they might be able to fudge some numbers a little bit. And yeah. Looks like that's where we're heading. If I'm doing the math correctly, we're only on like 18 or 19. Yeah, we're very short into this. So we need to start paying attention when they start like jacking it up and be like, we know that ain't real. Because they told us when it was 17 to know is the first number I think we actually heard. Zero, zero and 17. Sorry. 17 and 0. Yeah. He's not Goldberg. I know. I forgot. I know. He's Um, not The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Right. You know, I think an easy way to quickly rise that number is just have him do explosion and the pay-per-view two, Ooh, dude, two matches in one week well that or if you if you really need to fib numbers if he's doing indie dates you better tell him he's losing oh shit that's a good idea too why not why not go to like nwa cyber like cyberspace you could even or, show like a, a clip or you know an yeah. image be like hey have it be two tna guys be like listen hey hey cyberspace we need uh we need some help here. Can you just book like Ron Killings to be David Young at your show, and then we'll show a clip on our on our uh, telecast? I think that's I a think really that's, great idea. I think that would be wicked cool. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I mean, could you can you imagine David Young being told, "Hey, man, you're going to lose 135 times before you win a match, <laughs> potentially even win a match." You imagine definitely lose 135 matches. Was it? But didn't Brian Myers just do like one seventy six? Isn't that was his number? Or oh something? my god, he lost forever. Yeah, and I th- I'm pretty sure it was one seventy six. I might be, I might have the number wrong, but it's well, up. What it's made like, you know, what made that shit funny was like he'd lose matches in like fourteen seconds, right? Or like under two minutes every time. And there was a couple times where it like he almost was gonna win, like you almost thought he was going to, and then he'd still lose. Right. I think I thought they built it up pretty good for when he eventually won. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big uh, Brian Myers fan. Who you can watch on uh, Impact Wrestling current day. I am also a fan of Brian Myers, actually. And if you really want some hidden gem uh indie matches, check out his I think it's twenty fifteen. Uh, his indie. first his first indie run when he got released i think so there and i he's mentioned on the podcast he goes like nuts because he had like a no rope barbed wire match with kevin matthews holy for, shit uh, for a fucking russell pro oh my god yeah so you, that that was pretty cool wow i don't know if i knew about that one yeah yeah he's good he's a he's a good guy um we already talked about Raven and Sabu and how he walked right over him. No need to read the note again. I mean, that's literally what it says. Okay, so to the main event. I'm scrolling. Well, actually, before the main event. Well, I'm just going to read this straight through because it kind of bounces around a little bit. Because um, this note is actually before his main notes of the show. So that's why it's a little jumbled here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We So we know Styles beat Jared in the cage. Uh, we already know about the tag team title change. We just discussed that. Okay, so the storyline was that Chris Harris was the advertised opponent for Jarrett, but Raven injured his shoulder early in the show, and then he was taken to the hospital. So the entire show was built around Vince Russo, and Dave says, who else, uh, being put in the position to decide the title shot. 
Of course, originally we wanted James Storm to be there, or Chris Harris did, but that didn't work out. And then Goldilocks, who this time was pretending to be a Mexican character, or I think we we figured out it was more of like a Puerto Rican. Puerto she, Rican. Had, she had the shirt on, but Dave lists it as Mexican. Um, and he said that she was doing a hideous job of it, uh, tried to get Abyss to get the title shot. Conan and BG James did the promo saying that Ron Killings deserved it. And actually, I mentioned that this version of Three Life Crew is by far the best iteration of like, we want to, we are like in a war. Like, they're angry. Yeah, instead of uh, producing just cringy trailer park. Uh, right, yeah, way better. This is way better. And then we know the rest, right? Styles said he deserves it. Raven thinks he deserves it. Raven was getting ready. So Russo refused to corrupt himself by picking Raven, even though he was his enemy. Uh, he picked Styles to be the best man. Uh, the one thing that the company has done well is position the title strong which I think me and Lab have noted in the past few weeks, we've noticed there's been a lot of good contenders kind of working up for this title. Yeah. Uh, he notes that the cage match had good heat. Styles isn't nearly as good inside the cage because it takes away a lot of his moves. I disagree with that. I think he's uh, just fine because, you know, it's AJ Styles. But I he, doesn't, he obviously can't do springboard 450s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, he eventually, as Jarrett went for a guitar shot, he gave the guitar an insiguri kick to essentially block it breaking the guitar and he got the pin in 13 minutes and 36 seconds with a crucifix and apparently after the show went off the air there's at least a five minute celebration styles and russo hugged before the show went off and we did see that part before that celebration kind of kept going so pretty interesting uh show that happened last week now this is a very interesting note uh i actually think this is i kind of wish this was happening but uh, there was go- They were going to be doing a best of three series with Sanjay Dutt and Amazing Red, uh, most likely from May 5th to May 19th, with the winner getting a title shot at Frankie Kazarian's X Division title in June. They actually wanted to start on this show we're about to watch, April 28th, but uh, Sanjay Dutt was booked for 0-1. And so kind of bouncing off of that a little bit, um, they have now asked all talent to give the office their entire set of bookings through August because of the Sanjay Dutt deal. So they'll know uh, who has Japan and who has already booked Thursdays, so they'd either have to get them out of it or not write them into TV for that week. Wow. Yeah. Well, Pretty this easy. was something – this this came up with Lowkey and Daniels too, wasn't it? Like they put in – Oh, yeah, dude. Long-term book them because – Right. Of the Japan, of the Japan uh, commitment. Yeah, right. Um, I think before I get into some TV stuff, I just want to double check. I believe. Oh, okay. So let me add on to that note real quick because Alvarez kind of dives a little bit deeper um, as far as like how things would kind of go. So he mentions that the company has been pushing to take control over all outside bookings for contracted performers meaning TNA would pay the wrestlers a flat fee per week and any promoters would have to deal with it, deal with and pay TNA for the talent. This would probably be a good thing for the undercard guys who don't make a whole lot on outside bookings when they negotiate the deals, but not good for the big name guys who can command 1500 per shot and wouldn't make anything near that working four appearances for uh, per week for a flat fee. Basically it's another way for the office to try to make some money. So TNA is going to try to control their 
essentially their bookings and get money off of that if they're contracted. Okay, I was going to say if they that's got to be if they're under contract. Yes, it's contracted wrestlers. So like a hand like a handful of people at this point. I think to be honest, maybe two you, handful. Well, you know what? They're getting TV soon. They got to get. I think most of the people we are watching uh, that we see every week are contracted. They have to be. I can't even think of anyone who might not be. But you know what? They've been known to make some dumb decisions. Right. And I do think that, by the way, that it does end up happening. And I'm sure we'll talk about it again. And I think it, as far as I know, it kind of causes some issues. But I might be wrong about that. Like them controlling the indie dates and all that. But, I uh, definitely feel like I've heard. I've heard through through people from local stuff and, you know, all kinds of things. So I'm I'm yeah. sure eventually it'll come up. But. Okay, so let's talk about TV quick. I think I only got two notes about that, um, kind of three, that kind of bounces off of that a little bit. And then uh, I have a quick rash report, and then we'll get on an explosion and get into the show. So not too much more. Uh, so the update on the TV situation is those inside the company are saying that the deal is done. As things stand right now, they are buying time on the station, going with the idea that they'll do good enough ratings that eventually they won't have to buy time which Dave says that almost never happens. Um, so the 3 p.m. Friday slot is how it stands, but it may be changed to 11 a.m. on Sundays. FS1, or sorry, FSN, excuse me, is charging more for the ladder, ladder slot. And the question is now in the hands of Panda whether they want to pay significantly more per week for what would be a better time slot. The Jarrett's are still trying to push for Sunday, but Friday is still more likely. And then, of course, we kind of discussed this before, but still with the non-staggered feed, it's death either way for the West Coast because you've got noon on Friday and people are either working or in school or 8 a.m. Sunday morning when nobody is up. Uh, the vast majority of people within wrestling I've spoken to since the time slot became well-known have felt it will be disastrous to the company because of all the added expense of buying time and flying everyone into Orlando and paying them. And the time slot and station is so weak, it won't add any pay-per-view buys. And he goes on to say once more here that that is probably what will happen, but perhaps having the TV can open up licensing and merchandising option or opportunities. The Orlando deal for the tapings looks to be to also be a done deal. So pretty, uh, pretty big news here, Bob. It's a, uh, it's not officially announced, but the deal is done, they're saying, for TV. Uh, well, when you compare a 3 p.m. on a Friday to 11 a.m. on a Sunday, um, it's probably pretty obvious as to which one is. I, I agree that the 11 a.m. on a Sunday is far better uh, than 3 p.m. on a Friday. But uh, I, you know, I don't necessarily... Like I've said a couple times already, um, I would run home from school to yeah. uh, check it out at 3 p.m. on a Friday. So, um, you know, maybe some schools, if you're taking the bus or whatever, you probably would miss it. But um, I don't think it was like the worst. And I think it is kind of comical to suggest that they're going to get good enough ratings to not have to. Oh, yeah pay for it because as i've said before i mean i think it's to some extent very similar to what ring of honor had with uh sinclair ideally it would be 3 p.m on a friday but 
depending on your market, it could change the time because it's on like a regional network. Right. Uh, so depending on the area in which you live, it could drastically change. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's a, a bit interesting to see the ratings, I guess, but, um, no TV, I mean, some TV is better than no TV. So. That's right. Um, and I think there is a couple more like small TV notes that we'll probably talk about during the show, but I'm kind of bouncing off that a little bit too. Jimmy Hart, who kind of helped organize this Orlando deal, uh, as well as opening the doors at THQ and a New York ad agency will probably be returning behind the scenes at least, but likely also as a character within a few weeks. Uh, he did just sign a deal when appearing at the WWE Hall of Fame banquet. There was a non-compete that ended this past week. So Jimmy Hart may be back. Now, see, I don't know if I would put him on TV because I feel as if an appearance by him would suggest to fans that, Hulk that Hogan's coming. Yeah, I might try to avoid because he's so connected to that. I think that's a fair, fair point. Like he was a, kind of, I guess, the spokesperson for Hogan coming in. The tease of it all. So. Right. Uh, I got one more thing here before the rash report, which is pretty short this week, but Dave notes here that many people are writing that AJ Styles getting the title was a concession for pulling him from the ROH shows and noted Daniels being put on the X team as another one. Both of these angles have apparently been planned more than a month in advance, though. And it was written here that Styles was getting the title as the original plan and losing it back to Jeff Jarrett, which is still the plan, before the first TV show. Vince Russo wanted Styles to be champion, and Jarrett had no problem with it, but Jarrett was insistent that he be champion when the TV gets off the ground. So we should probably expect a title change soon, which I don't necessarily love, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. All I know is that Styles won't be champion by lockdown 2005, He's got to fight Abyss <laughs> in that number one contendership match. So, yeah, we do know uh, a rough time for sure when he's not going to be champion. And that's April 2005. Right. Uh, okay, the Rash Report. News and notes. He offered his best wishes to Scott Hudson because he was in a car accident. Oh, wow. And that's why he wasn't there. So he was in a car wreck driving from Atlanta. It was bad enough that he totaled his car. And he was checked into the hospital, but apparently it was okay. And was sore as hell. And he's apparently scheduled to return on today's show. So I kind of mixed two notes together there. But he uh, he wished him well uh, because he was on the way to the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, Borash took his place doing backstage interviews. And apparently uh, it was said to be his first time in his career that he'd ever done that. Uh, Borash noted that it was interesting because the first time he ever did an announcing gig on Nitro was the night that Hudson's wife went into labor and Scott flew back home. Quote, I can say Scott Hudson gave me my big break. He also uh, says here that Desire was back and better than ever. And uh, and Alvarez kind of adds, I seem to recall her. She was pretty great. Well, great looking. So Desire's back. Yeah. Which was a surprise for us. I think we were both pretty, pretty yeah. shocked to see her return. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the, that's the notes. So let's talk about explosion real quick and then we can get into the show, Bob. I can't wait. 
cannot, I always get so, I had such a shitty day today. And here I am getting excited about TNA wrestling. Just, Dallas, you got to remember, dude, we had a fun time at, fun time at Rebellion. You know, Rebellion was really great. If you guys, if you guys said hi to us at the show, thank you for coming up. Yeah, it was great to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) We're laughing because we're recording this on March 9th. Stop, stop. (laughs) Stop it, you're ruining it. We're that far, we're this this far ahead. That's uh, uh, almost two months before. Well, listen, now people know why. I mean, the D- the TV deal's happening. We might have to get ahead if we want to be if we want to yeah. be sane by the time TV comes. Right. Yeah, we got to have a buffer. Right. Okay, so Explosion, according to Cage Match, number 77. It was filmed on April 28, 2004. These same days the show we're watching. It's pretty awesome. And it aired on May 1st, 2004. And it featured... According to Cage Match, three matches. I got two with Dave, but I'll read you Cage Matches first. Uh, the Naturals defeated Eric Darkstorm and Jeff Lewis. That match is the one that's not listed. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yes, that one is not listed. Uh, and then Michael Shane defeated Apollo Khan. And in the main event, Amazing Red defeated Vito Tomaselli. Oh, he's and then, did the Mid-South guy, too. Really, uh, and then there's actually a couple other matches that took place that I I didn't see anywhere else, so I'm just going to tell you because that's just what we do. We keep our all of our tabs covered. Uh, Monty Brown defeated Silas Young. Then Chris oh. Vaughn, yeah, hey, Silas Young like Ring of Honor. I'm assuming it's oh wow, exactly the same. Uh, Chris Vaughn defeated David Young. So there you go, Bob. Hey, I don't know if that's going to be on a future explosion or what, but we'll find out if it is. And then Frankie Kazarian defeated someone who's not named. They just have a question mark. Okay. Well, maybe they, maybe they, maybe he beat question mark. That's a good point. But that's all I have, Bob. I'm ready. All right. Well, let's get into the April 28th, 2004 NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view. Let's find out just what this relationship between Vince Russo and AJ Styles is. Once again, they were a heel duo. Are they going to be a babyface duo? I don't know. We have a lot of questions. Who's going to challenge them? I don't know. We'll find out. I'm going to count down from three. When I say play, if you want to follow along, that's when you're going to hit the play button on your Impact Plus app, or if you have it in your own personal collection, that works as well. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. And the runtime for this is roughly uh, one hour, 50 minutes, and 36 seconds. About it. It's like a. Tonight we honor Pat Tillman and the men and women of the armed forces serving our country. Now, Pat Tillman was a uh, former NFL football player who. I guess he, I guess he, like, stopped playing to serve in the military. And it's a whole controversial thing because originally the military said that he died from combat but it was actually friendly fire whoa so it was a major controversy about like why wouldn't they tell us that and all those other things i'm pr- I'm almost certain that's what happened i can no. actually look it up not be spreading that's a pretty interesting we're just getting a highlight package about last week as bob looks this up we're seeing how he injured chris harris with the chair raven that is james storm went after him he literally trips over sabu 
Look at they're showing it a bunch, so that means we're definitely teasing that Raven Sabu match. That's never happened for some reason. I've gone this far. Yeah. So he was killed by friendly fire and not that that's nuts. See, Bob's a smart guy. I knew he was going to know who that guy was. And he's only, he was only 27 when he died. You are the truth. You really are the truth. Can I get a amen? Well, we're literally recapping the entire show here. I mean, we could have just so you fast-forwarded to this part of... Okay, do you Goldie. think? Do you think that uh, Goldilocks doing these type of impressions would be socially acceptable today? The other one, yes. That one probably not. Probably not that one. Yeah. The creepy, like French kind of character is. I actually really like that one, and the look yeah. is good. The one last week was like. I really hope we don't see it again. Yeah. No offense to Goldilocks. But I, I do know that she was actually doing, like, impersonations like that on her cameo. So, like, so she'd put, like, a dark wig on. And I, I don't know if it was the exact same character, but she was, like, playing, like, little characters for people, which is kind of cool. Oh, really? Look at Styles. Oh, nearly died. He nearly died climbing up because he almost unhooked the cage. Yeah. And then, of course, he almost died right here when uh, Andrew Thomas got pushed into it. Look at, boom, he oh. tripped. Dude, I don't like that. That's scary. He's just hanging there. Of course, it wasn't an escape. So when Jarrett bumps it right here, falls down. And he's done that a couple of times already. Yeah, he has. Look at this. Look at all these different camera angles. Once again, me and Bob are assuming this new editor is definitely here. He has to be. This is not JB. He just kicked the guitar. Crucifix. And I like that they're using a different camera angle, too. I love when they're showing the different camera angles. Raven watching on from the rafters. Vincent's just crying. He's so happy. Look at Raven. Oh, my God. The Raven zoomed in face like ghosted on the screen was hilarious. He's hugging Russo. Emotional reunion. We got a new champion. Styles is the champ. Oh, we're in the parking lot. No intro package. That's Styles. This is AJ Styles' car. Looking good, man, in 2004. Grabs the NWA title about the back. Looking nice in his button up. Oh. He's going to retire. Announcement tonight. We'll see what that is. Oh, here's our intro package with this fucking banger of a song. <laughs> You can hear that in our intro. Well, assuming you don't fast forward through that when you turn on the episode. Yeah, why would you fast forward through that? I don't know. Dude. The, this song gets me so hyped. That's the best part of the show. <laughs> Screw us talking for over two hours. Just listen to the first like forty-five seconds of the show and then click well, out. Well, we always have a great uh, person introducing the show, and then a banger of a theme song remix that I, I kind of threw together. 
Okay, Bob, you're seeing the, the crowd shots here. How many people do you think are in this building tonight in the TNA Asylum? Uh, I'm going to say 950. Nope. Uh, 1100. Nope. More? Way less. 700. 700. Holy shit. What? Yeah, dude. We went way down. And as a reminder, wow. last week we were at 1250. 700. Here comes Team AAA. Got Mr. Aguila, Hector Garza, Abismo Negro, and Heavy Metal. No, they're calling them Team Mexico, not Team AAA. My apologies. Oh, wait. It says Team oh, AAA, though. Teammate, yeah. That's I actually have a little bit of uh, some X-Cup stuff we'll talk about during this, but I know Bob's probably got a shit ton of indie notes to get through as well. Well, I don't have any indie notes for uh, Team AAA. So. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, here comes Team NWA. Dun, 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 dun. Chris Saban back in action. Here's the skipper, Jerry Lynn, and Christopher Daniels. What are, what's your note? You said you had a note? Yeah, do you want to do indie first or do you want me to oh, talk right. about I, it? I, 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 either way, it doesn't matter to me. Mine's a little bit more long form about, um, not super bad, but a little bit about some of the uh, team mix-ups we've been having. Well, I only have, there's only two people on this in this match that have uh, any notes. Uh, the first one being Chris Saban. He retained the uh, BCW Can-Am Television Championship by defeating Nate Madsen on April 25th in Michigan. And then uh, Christopher Daniels on April 24th lost to Maniac for WWC in Puerto Rico. And then on April 25th, Christopher Daniels defeated AJ Styles and Joey Legend in a number one contendership for the BCW Can-Am television title. So it looks like in BCW we're going to get a Christopher Daniels Chris Saban match. Wow. I like that. Not too bad. Actually, I thought that, I thought we were going to waste the whole match talking indie notes. No. People not that doing too busy. Bad. Oh, wait. Wait, hold on. This might tie, tie into my note. There's Team Canada's captain, Coach Scott Damore. That's right. Wow. Yeah, so we're talking about May the 26th. That's the World X Cup. And that's kind of what my note has to relate to is Jerry Lynn and Heavy Metal are starting us off here. So, Team Japan and Team Canada, uh, they've been changed for the World X Cup. Really? Uh, and in both cases, Dave says, not for the better. Ooh. So, hold on. Okay, the winner of this match tonight gets Team Canada next week. Just heard that by Don West. So, I don't have any information about that. Oh, I think my Google is talking to me. Okay. So... <laughs> The new team All Japan, because by the way, if you recall, we did talk about All Japan. Not we're not getting um, Kikitaro and Kishimbu Kamen, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, team All Japan is Nasawa, who is by the way really a CMLL guy, according to Dave here. Uh, I'm going to mess up a lot of these names. My apologies for our Japanese join the club, fans. man. Join the club. Uh, Rai Ryuji Hij. Oh God, Hijikata. I don't know. We'll learn how to say it in a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it Tachi Ishikari and 
Nobu Kazi Hirari. I, I butchered that real bad. Usually I'm not too bad with these, but that was pretty bad. A nice um, uh, springboard uh, spinning heel kick there by Saban, by the way. Yeah, Saban tags out to Daniels. What comes in instantly in Siguri's Abismo Negro. Um, and wait, they're talking about the team shakeup right now, so that's kind of fun. Uh, so Dave notes that it's a so-so team, though, um, as Tomaki Hamna and Kazushi Miyamoto, who were originally on the team, instead of Nasawa and Harari. Uh, There's the leg drop by Jerry Lynn over the middle row. That's right. Trademark. Uh, they took off the original stars of the team, is basically what he's saying. Yeah. Um, they've also pulled off Teddy Hart and Jack Evans from Team Canada. So, we have new team. So, now it's Petey Williams, Johnny Devine, and two newcomers on the team, one of which we've seen before, Eric Young. And in the other spot is this new guy, Bob, and his name is Bobby Roode. In the X-Cop. Yeah. Interesting. Team Canada. Look at this double team. Ig Skipper can't seem to hold Abismo Negro up. That's okay. So he's just gonna he's gonna try again. Nope, he's gonna throw him at Daniels, who hops over him and world? just kicks him. Okay. Uh, Evans has been working for Ring of Honor, so they decided to not use him since they weren't interested in using him as a regular. And oh, that that looked almost bad for Daniels. He almost got dropped in his head. And Teddy Hart has a show in Japan between those dates, and they didn't want to fly him in twice. So the idea for the foreigners is that they bring them in, and they're supposed to stay in Nashville all week to work indies commuting from Nashville uh, in between there's the two dates that they're filming because they're filming this on the May 12th and May 19th. Wow. Uh, and we already know that the show's going to be a new format, two different eight man tags, a ladder match, a gauntlet and an ultimate X match as well. And there's apparently also talk of introducing a six sided ring like they use in Tori Torimon and AAA to differentiate the X division matches. Whoa. Pretty big news there. And look at that heel kick by Mr. Aguila onto Christopher Daniels. Well, do are you going to explain who those people are for the people that don't know who they, who they are? From the teams? No, the officials. Is that what you just said? The officials. What was the last sentence you just said? About the six-sided ring. Oh, six-sided ring. Oh, I thought you were oh, talking yeah. about something else. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, dude. It's uh, There's talk about introducing a six-sided ring for this. For the X-Cup? Yeah, dude, to differentiate the X-Division matches. Oh. There's, a, there's a chance we might see our first six-sided ring. Don't do that. Just do it for all of them. I could have sworn you said two guys were coming in to be referees. No, right? I, did not, I did not say that at all. I don't even know what you think I said that to. I don't know what happened. Is my Google talking to me? Dude, it might be. Mine was just talking a minute ago. It's Hector Garza and Daniel's going at it. Maybe I got confused with all the Japanese names you were saying that I thought two of them were referees. Yeah, I'm going to apologize again for those. Dude, I'll be honest with you. That's why I said there was no Indian nose for the AAA team. because I can't pronounce fucking those guys' names. It's just, it isn't going to happen. Oh, I'm heavy metal goes for a drop. Really moves. Knocks Mr. Aguila and Abismo Negro off the apron. Well, they didn't actually fall, though. Heavy metal and Jerry Lynn, a little bit of miscommunication. Jerry Lynn gets whipped to the corner, pop up. Oh! oh. 
Heavy Metal almost just died on a moonsault. Jalen Hurricane on a roll-up. Oh, I thought he got him on the roll-up. Yeah, Heavy Metal almost just broke his own neck. Okay, to the gut. Looks like he's going for a powerbomb. Kryptonite Crunch. Air Raid Siren. I think it's the Air Raid Crash. Air Raid Crash. I call it the Kryptonite Crunch because I am a fan of Supernova. I know, we were watching, when we were watching Revolution, then uh, Excalibur call it, and you're like, it's a kryptonite crunch. <laughs> Jerry Lynn whipped to the corner, and okay, heavy metal with the discus clothesline. This match has been a little clunky to me. Clunky, and honestly, it's kind of on the end of Team AAA. Yeah. The only, I mean... The skipper couldn't hold up Abismo Negro, which is kind of funny, but. So with that, I think he was trying to do like the vertical suplex cross body thing. They yes. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then for him to just like throw him into the corner to make it <laughs> no. over was like a horrible pivot. Yeah, they could have done. He could have like dropped an elbow or something. I he feel could have like, done but... literally anything else. He could have just like, oh. oh, my God. Negro almost killed Saban with that. Saban might like, be injured drop. again. I know. He just got back. Can we be careful? Yes. I don't need Saban gone anymore. I want to constantly see Chris Saban for the next oh, like. 10 is that a cradle years. shock? I believe it was. Metal. He kind of he kind of changes it up, and what's I don't know the difference between the cradle shock and the future shock. I get confused. I like when he like does the spin and like yeah, like a really aggressive spin. Because I think the cradle shock is when they're up in like the muscle buster, right? It was for a while at least. He he might have stopped doing that as much. I thought that was a future. The Cradle Shock, I thought, was like a Death Valley driver, and then he right, sits right. out. Yeah. I don't know. I get the two names. Honestly, I think if you Google it, you can see it used interchangeably, honestly. So. Yeah. Jerry Lane just got dropped to the floor by uh, Negro, and here comes Heavy Metal, but he says, I'm not going to dive. I'm going to backdrop uh, Negro onto you, Jerry. Wow. Kinda what a block. It. What a way to start the show. That's right. Actually, I'm really glad we are starting with a match and not a promo. So, holy shit. Oh. Saban knocks down Abismo Negro and Jerry Lynn with a huge well, it, dive. It looks like he more hit Jerry Lynn. Well, to be honest, Jerry Lynn was needed to catch him. Heavy metal with a moonsault oh. who mostly hit Abismo Negro. <laughs> yeah, what is going on here? He kind of caught him in a cutter, if you notice, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Daniels tosses Aguila out of the ring. Here comes Hector Garza. Gets a heel kick. Heel okay. kick. Oh, it's Triple X really here against uh, Garza. There you go. Oh, now they did it, but the other way. One, two. Oh, oh okay. Hector back. Garza kicked out, but Aguila came in to break up the pin. Yeah, because he didn't get there in time. That's pretty much what that was. Drop to hold. And a basement drop kick. Look at this. Wheelbarrow something here by Aguila and Garza. Oh. oh. He dropped him on his knee. Face jam, as today called it. Face jam over the knee? Yeah. Guards are just kicking Skipper right in the face. Now I know where Jericho got the code breaker from. He probably was watching the show, like, I'm going to steal that. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> I can make that look good. <laughs> you want know, to know a random thing, and I might have mentioned uh, this to you already, but I was watching like the first Nitro from 2000. I think it was. And, uh, oh, <laughs> what? 
the fuck <laughs> was that, Garza? Oh my god. Skipper does a moonsault to dodge Garza. Then Garza does a moonsault, but I don't know what his plan was. And he almost didn't rotate fully. He like yeah, no, he definitely slipped and almost really hurt himself. But his reason for moonsaulting didn't even make sense because Skipper no. was so far away, anyways. Yeah. This match is a mess. Yeah. Um, but just back to my quick right. next thing. Guys like Elix Skipper and like Mark Jindrak and stuff were in the front row. And they were built up as like the future of WCW. Nice savant kick there by Skipper. Future of oh, WCW, huh? Yeah, it was weird. Like Mike Sanders was there too, and they were all like in suits. Yeah. Spin kick by Aguilar to take Skipper out. Now Daniel's going for a roll up here off the ropes. Only gets a two count. Oh, okay. Here you go. Another roll up for two count. What's this by Daniels? Slams him Slam. down. He's going to do it? Fast. Bad. Ooh, oh, he didn't ooh, really ooh. yell. He just kind of yelled, ah, BME, but he misses oh. it. Don't see that very often. Maybe at this time, but I feel like that dude never hits it. Aguila on the top. Oh, my God, he landed on his feet from a moonsault. Roll up by Daniels. Oh. Oh, my God, I'm on a cradle. Dude, the crowd just popped wicked loud for that. Wow. That might be seen as an upset, right? Because they're the champion, the winners. And Team NWA has sucked, but Daniels is the one who got the pin. Is he their key to winning the World X Cup? And he's a new member, yeah. And now Team NWA will be facing off against Team Canada next week. All right. Well, heavy metal looking almost a baseball slide dropkick there, but stopped himself. Wow, so... Scott DeMora is saying his new revamp team is going to uh, do very good. I'm really surprised that Bobby Roode is in the X Cup. What was that? Bobby Roode? Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but I can't wait for Bobby Roode. Scott DeMora wants to shake hands with Jerry Lynn. Oh, wait, he's getting angry. He's going to get that Canadian accent out. Oh, shit, he's grabbing him. Skipper and Daniels pulled Lynn off of Scott Demore. Wait till next week, Lynn. One night. Here we go, dude. Four countries. Oh, this is a, okay, promotion for the actual X Cup on May 28th or whatever it is. TNA Wrestling's World X Cup. <sighs> Look at this. Two tag team matches, 16-man gauntlet, and a ladder match. And an Ultimate X, right? Oh, yeah, they're getting there. A 16-man gauntlet match? There you go. Ultimate X, May 26. Ultimate X. Oh, my God, they just keep saying that. Ultimate Ultimate X. Did you forget what it is next week? Because it's Ultimate Ultimate X. X. That was a pretty good video package to hype up the World X Cup, I thought. Ultimate X. Ultimate X. Mike, today's in the ring. Talking about Styles winning the title for the second time. 
new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. You guys are following along at home. We're at 21 minutes and three seconds. Whoa. Every day in my life. Uh, uh. Let's go. <laughs> Every day in my life. I don't even know if that's exactly what it says, but it sounds I, like I it. think it is. It sounds right. It might, it might be one of those inst- instances, though, where like you ah, listen shit. to a song and you think the lyrics are one way. Right, yeah. Bob, I just saw a fucking poll <laughs> on the ring post. Oh, look at it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. What does that mean? Styles is fighting in a title match on a poll match. Title on a poll match. He's being interviewed here. By Mike Tanay. You did it, AJ. Thanks, Mike. Tuta. Is he going to steal DDP's gimmick? Tuta, tuta, tuta. Wait, you just said it three. Two time, two time, two, two time champion. Three time, three time. Let's see. Oh, he wants to thank some people. He just won an award, it sounds like. TNA, thank you for letting me be your uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Muhammad Ali, thank you. They have to change the microphone or something? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. It sounds that worse. That just got worse. Okay. Thank you for sticking with me through hey, thick and uh, thin look- to the fans. Rob Feinstein, I'd like to thank you for getting arrested and then for me, or, you know, getting at least potentially arrested and then for uh, allowing me to be the champion because I got pulled from your shows. I was just going to say, you know, thank you, Rob Feinstein, for hey. allowing me to Got win it. the NWA title and be pulled from Ring of Honor shows. Yeah. And can, can you believe that people didn't know about people's theme songs from Ring of Honor, Bob, 2003, Ugh. 2005. It's the most mm. controversial topic in wrestling right now. Can you believe that? That Some people are like, oh, I wish I knew that, and then I could have enjoyed it more. Or when Excalibur said it on air. Yeah. And it's like, if I didn't know, I I would just... It was I'd still like, a cool okay. entrance. It's still cool, yeah. Styles is like being very humble right now. So Jarrett should come out any second, I'm assuming. Mm. The man they call Raven. Uh-oh. That's not Raven's music. That's Three Life Crew. This mother is a bad jam. It's bad. Three Life Crew. We have a very big Three Life Crew fan on our uh, Twitter page, at Cross the Line TNA, if you want to join the fun and... Oh, Tell yeah. us that you know the, all the words, the theme songs as well. Much appreciated. Cut the music. BG James about to get a freaking title match. BG James is not wearing a t-shirt on his head this week. He's got a beanie. No, he's upgraded. He's the only one wearing camo anymore either. <laughs> That's true. You can't be serious. If you honestly think... That you can represent the NWA as the heavyweight champion of the world? Oh, Oh my God. 
BG you says, I used to take bigger pills than you. Wow. Conan. Talking about how certain people are getting uh, opportunities due to politics and favoritism. Going back to the racially driven uh, anger here. It's never really left. It's always there. That's true. And how does Raven get a tell shot before the truth does? And truth gets in his face. I know you heard that. The fans are I, chanting truth. And they were chanting truth in the cage match, too. Or before the announcement, I mean, for the cage match. Oh, shit. Vince Russo's down here. Hold the it hell right did he there. come from? Crowd's chanting for him again. That's kind of crazy, dude. The fans have been behind him for a long time. Yeah. Guys, we can settle this as men, and we can settle this as friends. Oh, do you remember Vancouver? Ah, uh, what is this? I mean, come on. Remember Vancouver? Well, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. You remember that thing that we did? Conan started a petition at WCW so he wouldn't get fired and he got all the heat. Ron Killings had belief in him early on in TNA. And Roos was like, you know what? You're all right. Let me remind you of my loyalty. Remember this little group by the name of DX? Shawn Michaels, Triple H. They didn't want you and Billy in that group. You son of a bitch. I got you to DX. Okay. I gave you and Rey Mysterio the opportunity... To be tag team champions. You remember that? And who, when you won the NWA champion, Ron Killings, who was your biggest fan? It was me, guys. I was loyal then, and I remain loyal today. Well, let's test your loyalty. Oh, you didn't know? Vancouver. <laughs> remember it? They're so pissed. What have you done to the three left crew lately? Uh oh. AJ stepping in front. That's my friend. That's my friend, Vince. I'm my own. I mean, it certainly helped. Russo certainly helped him to win it by giving him the shot. Oh, Killings is the one who wants it the most. He said, yeah, you're right. You want a piece of me? I want all of you, not a piece. You got it. Styles says he's going to give him a shot. He says, when? Styles hesitates, but he's looking at his watch. How about an hour? How about quarter to ten? 
Russo's like, you don't have to do this, AJ, but his music's already playing. He says, yes, I do. Okay, dude. I mean, I'm sure it's not official yet. We'll hear soon, but Ron Killings versus AJ Styles for the NWA title appears to be our main event tonight. Wow, Bob. What do you think about that? Um, I don't believe for a minute that Ron Gillings is going to win. Why not? I don't think you're going to change the belt so quick. I Okay. What about the tag team titles? That's all I'm saying about that. Anything's possible in NWA TNA. We're seeing a video about Apollo. Yeah. Oh, no. They're fighting again. Dilo saying it comes down to this Wednesday. God. Dallas and the KID are going to go down to history as the greatest tag team champions of the world. They can't even hold the belts for longer than a week, and they're going to say that they're going to go down in history as the best. Okay. Old school. Rock and Roll Express. Way better than Triple X. America's Most Wanted. Boys. You couldn't wear our jock straps. Wow. You want to take it in the street? I'm a shit worse than your mom will ever have. Imagine. Now, do you think him mentioning America's Most Wanted means that they're going to go back to being a tag team? Yeah. Oh, God. Dendilo said, when we get a hold of the stick, Bob, I think we're about to see the, the pole match. Yeah, it sure seems like it. Tag Team Championship match up next. Team Exchange Disqualification title wins. Yeah, they did. Will familiarity be a factor? I wonder, will it? Nightstick on a pole, even the playing field. That's exactly how you got to even it, dude. You got to put it on a pole. Uh Uh-oh. When in doubt, put it on a pole. We're already started. We're, uh, We're coming out of the curtain area next to the cage dancer thing, but there's no dancer, unfortunately. D'Lo is brawling with Kid Cash and... Apollo is with the big, big D, big man Dallas. The cage dancers were too risque for TV. Cash runs to the ring, and he is immediately trying to get to the pole. That's smart. That looks like a short pole. Well, Kid Cash is in it, Bob. Kid Cash can reach it that easily? That's pretty short. That's not even that high The bell has rung. The match has officially started. Here's a time track. I feel like this is flying by. We have one hour, 18 minutes, and 25 seconds left in the show. Or if you're normal, we're 32 minutes and 15 seconds into the show. Apollo with a spear. Bob, um, any indie notes for this Dallas, one? That is a great question. Figure I'll grab you early. Because I'm telling you right now, I probably wouldn't have even worked. Apollo sent into the corner by Dallas. Situated here. Oh, they're saying the nightstick is on the ground. You're kidding. Something nope. that they've... Today and Don West just said it. Rudy Charles going out to get it right now. <laughs> the... <laughs> nope, it's on the ground. 
They literally said, okay, it's on the ground. All the impact from hitting the turnbuckle. Oh, man. Does that mean he's going to have – does he have to go hang it back up? Where, I don't know what they're it? about to do with it. Tell me they put it on the announce table. Oh, oh no, look, someone else has it. Andrew Thomas has it. Is there's just a Gorilla Press cutter combo by D'Lo and Apollo. Uh, here's a weird thing. On April 25th. Look at He ain't climbing up that thing, he said. Maybe it was meant to happen. No, I'm kidding. There's no he way. He just said he ain't climbing up it. April 23rd, Kid Cash retained the XWF Cruiserweight Championship by defeating Derek King. Whoa. The Memphis Wrestling at Memphis Slam Jam at Look, the dude, South Coliseum. Chris Vaughn just came out. And remember, Chris Vaughn climbed up the pole to get the axe handle for Kurt Hennig before. So look at he's up there. He's literally up there putting the nightstick on. Okay, it's back and they're zooming out, so you know it. Too funny. That's incredible. I think it's pretty cool though. The XWF champion, one of the XWF championships was actually defended. I like that. And we're seeing that champion right here in TNA. Right. Uh, it looks like Sha- uh, Dallas, also known as Shadow, on April 24th defeated uh, Canyon, not Chris Canyon, but Canyon with a C, uh, for PCW Full Throttle in Arlington, Texas. So that's what he was up to. Very nice. Uh, I'm assuming D'Lo did not go to Japan because that would be a hell of a Hell of a trip and come back for this. Yeah, so he did not, he wasn't up to anything. At least, again, according to the cage match. Apollo, let's see if he did anything for the good old Puerto Rico, WWC. We'll see here in a minute. And it would appear that he did. He lost to Hangman Hughes by disqualification on April 24th. And Hangman Hughes is also known as Mike Hughes. One of my favorites. Okay. That's a lie. Nice moonsault by Cash. But, uh, yeah, that's all the indie notes there for uh, this match. Not too bad. So this match cannot end until the... It's, yeah, taken off the pole. Night six off the pole. The stick fell again. Where's Chris Vaughn? They should probably stop going in that corner unless they're going to get it. Probably not. Dallas just press slammed and, like, press slammed tossed Cash into D-Lo in the corner. That was rough. Uh, Dallas is climbing the pole, but it's not there. Andrew Thomas has it in his hand. On the ring steps. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, oh, no. <gasps> oh, he went for a moonsault off of Dallas's shoulders. And Dallas is looking for the nightstick, which Andrew Thomas is holding in front of him. Dallas was reaching for a non-existent nightstick. <laughs> as Apollo hits a power bomb. What the what in the world? That is too funny. One of my favorite uh, pole matches is the Viagra on a pole. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's – and I I like how I believe, like, the bottle it's in, it just says Viagra on it. <laughs> a 
what is Andrew, Andrew Thomas is just holding the nightstick on the ring steps. Oh, okay. Wait a second. So they're saying you have to go to the top and make contact with the top of the pole, and then you will get possession from Andrew Thomas. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a what? mess. What a mess. Kid Cash on the top of D'Lo. Dallas puts Cash on his shoulders. What is this? We're looking for a superplex. Nope. Oh, There's a shining wizard by D'Lo off the top rope, hits Kid Cash, knocking both him and Dallas down. That was aggressive. Diamond cutter by Apollo. Bang. On Dallas. Now he's going to... Well, he's yelling at Andrew Thomas, but he's got to touch the top of the... He did it. He touched the top. It's so stupid. Oh, and he got drop kicked on the knee. They so realize now the nightstick's in play, right? Because he yep. technically got possession of it. Now the match can end at any time. Uh-oh. And poof. Not like a spine buster by Dilo. Now the nightstick has flown outside of the ring, and Dilo's got to go get it. That was the sky high. It was he a, didn't fall down with it, though. It was a spine buster. That, that's what he's been doing. So it counts. Oh. This is weird because they weren't using a nightstick. They were using like a pole. They were using like a pipe. Yeah. And now it's a nightstick. Yeah. Well, you can't put a pole on a, You can't put a pole on a pole. <laughs> Why not? Tonight, it's a lead pipe on a pipe. Okay. Hilo assisted. Oh. Oh, oh. wow. What is with people not being able to properly, uh, like, corkscrew themselves or, like, rotate? That just like, that he almost, almost landed died. right on his shoulder. That would have been bad. Or even down west side, he almost landed on his head. Yeah. Apollo and Dallas on the floor. Or uh, D'Lo and Apollo. D'Lo and Dallas on the floor. Apollo and Cash in the ring. Apollo's caught Cash with the Spine Buster. Oh, done. It's over. <laughs> Dallas coming in the ring. Is he going to stop Apollo? Uh, oh, my yeah. God. Nightstick to the back. Uh, Kid Cash rolls him up. That's right. New uh, tag team champions. Tag champs. Just kidding. They still are. They're not new. They just still have them. They're still They've retained the titles. Big D and Little K. That's unfortunate. I was really hoping for Apollo and Dilo to be the again. new tag team. Again. Me too, Bob. Oh, look. Reading a video package about this Goldilocks character. Who is controlling Abyss sexually. Sexually, yeah. Abyss. For some reason, I don't believe that. This is a very weird... Look at that. I'm getting... They should probably want a warning on this. Yeah, you've, you've said that before. Well, this one's a lot. I feel like I'm going to have a seizure. You know what? Seizures aren't something to joke about. I know. You're totally right. I won't tolerate that. And I, I apologize. Thank you. Okay, this is a very long promo about just abyss. Yeah, and he's just putting people through tables, black hole slams, backdrops, shock well, treatment. They still don't know that. 
Well, I don't know if we're going to see him on the show or not, so I got a quick note I'll tell you here. And that's that Amazing Red, Sanjay Dutt, and Tracy have all signed contracts this past week. That's pretty cool stuff. I can't. I don't think that surprises me. Nah, me either. What is with? Okay, we get it. Oh, I'm showing you. Senor Russo. This is abyss. Abyss. Black hole slam, black hole slam. That torture rack, and he drops down. Drop down torture rack. Scott Hudson is back. He's coughing. Moments away from Cebu and Abyss meeting, but he's trying to find Abyss in his lair. Who's with him? The blonde, the brunette? Oh, there's Goldie right there. She's smelling a candle? (laughs) Oh, she's saying usually you're gimmicked up. She's saying she's been in Barbados for the past couple weeks. Oh, she read about his accident on the internet. She's denying that. Oh, okay. Hmm. So last time we saw you like this, there's some rumors, and she was like, rumors of what? Oh, you going there? What, do you think I'm crazy? Starts laughing. You think I'm crazy, Hudson? The last time they called me that? He's in bad shape right now. Real, real bad shape. Who is she talking about? I'm assuming Eric Watts. That's what I would think, too. Oh. Abyss went to go for his match. They've been talking to each other. They're saying Abyss can't talk. Maybe he doesn't have anything he'd like to say to you. Look, why don't you just get out of here? And that's it. Here comes Abyss. That was a weird, I thought that was a weird promo. It was very weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're they're really driving home the fact that she's, like, crazy, but. Right. Bob, during this entrance, take take a look at the low-key thing. I forgot to talk about it during the match where his partners were in, but why not uh, before we forget again? Because I am curious how long he's going to be gone for. Abyss coming out with the chain around his neck again. Looks like that might be sticking around. So I'll just—I guess I'll just say like, when he comes. I mean, again, guys, it's been fucking twenty years. So I don't know. All right. Blah. I love clicking the wrong button. Right. Here's his opponent. All right. So from Bombay. This guy sure is busy. Uh, all right. So the last time. Oh, he's chucking chairs. Oh, that's good. So Loki, we saw his last appearance, I guess, is going to be on March. Or no, I guess April 7th, because that show was taped. Yeah, right. So it would have been April 7th. 
So we let's see here. The rest of 2004, he does not show up. In 2005, he is mostly doing zero one, or uh, pro or uh, pro wrestling Uh He's doing Ring of Honor in 2005. Noah. Ring of Honor. Okay, so now we're getting into 2006. He's still not. Whoa. Back. Oh, all right. Why really that late? Well, I take a guess on when he returns. I said that late, so I'm gonna say September. Of what year? Well, you said '06. Right, but that's not September. He apparently returns in ring at lockdown 2006. Wow, that's crazy. That is nuts. Wow, I really wouldn't have thought that. I didn't know that. Wow. This match is not doing great so far. They're just punching each other, and now Abyss falls out of the ring. Well, you want to know why it's not doing well? It's because it's not a hardcore match. Well, you might be right. Sabu with a dive on Abyss. <clears throat> uh, here's some indie, Here's one indie note for Sabu. Uh, okay. He wrestled the BCW Can-Am heavyweight champion Shane Douglas to a double disqualification on April 25th. That was in Michigan. And then Abyss... He wrestled on April 23rd for AAA. He teamed up with the Headhunters, losing by disqualification to Granda, Hector Garza, and Latin Leva. Wow. Who the hell was Granda? I don't know. Abyss ran into the guardrail. Uh, and that's the Indian notes for this match. Now, this should be, I guess, a disqualification, potentially, if they're using. Tables don't count as that, though, because you don't, like, get hit with it. You just jump through it. Or you get slammed through it, which would be an offensive move. Which Yeah, but you're not hit with the item. So I'd say it still doesn't count as a DQ. Well, I mean, Sandman would, like, slam it on people. That's a DQ, then. Right, so, like, so it could happen. Oh my god, Abyss is so powerful. That's right, ready? <gasps> Boom! Huge chop to Sabu. We want violence. And wouldn't it be violence. it'd be so cool if they these two like they took the ropes off and just wrapped in barbed wire, like Brian Myers and Kevin Matthews. The no rope barbed wire match. Who knows? Maybe someday that will happen. Maybe it'll happen. You never know. Will it be in two thousand five? I don't know. I don't know. Will it be uh, fucking un- unbreakable or whatever? Potentially. I don't know. Will that have one of the best matches in TNA history on it? I that don't know. I mean, just just off those two matches, you know, that far in the future, that is a pretty good. <laughs> pretty good <laughs> Sabu tornado DT springboard tornado DT spikes at best. Yeah, I you know I'm gonna say it every week until we get there, but we are. Very, very close to some of the best shit I think we're ever going to watch on this podcast. So, oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I this did, with the chair. This is a disqualification. Chair shots. Andrew Thomas not doing anything about it. 
this is not promoted as a hardcore match or extreme rules, so I don't know You're right. why we're not doing anything. Oh, split like Moonsault. Kick out it. Come on, Sabu. Hammering away on Abyss. Andrew Thomas literally not doing his job. There better not be a disqualification in this match because it should have already happened. No, there can't be. Unless it gets too violent and they have to stop it. Referee discretion. Ducks the clothes on by Abyss. Oh, comes back to a big boot. Falls out of the ring and... Oh, I thought he was going to roll onto that. I think maybe he was supposed to. Yeah, he caught the table as he rolled off the apron. He caught the end of it. Abyss drops down. We got uh, one hour, 56 minutes left in the show. I How think long? this is... What? How long left? One hour and 47 seconds. Oh, I thought you said 56 minutes. I was like, no, we do not. <laughs> I definitely said minutes. Yeah, or if you're normal. We're actually at the 50-minute mark now. I definitely didn't oh, see there's that. the fan who wouldn't give the chair to Brian Lawler. The OG. One of the OGs still in the asylum. That's cool nice. to see. Sabu, Uh-oh. triple jump. Oh, oh, right through the table. Biss was laid across the top of it, and he got leg dropped through. Ooh, we got to see that again. That's a must-see replay. Here we go. Boom, boom. Crack. Looking good. That was, uh, that's disqualification worthy. Uh oh, here comes Goldilocks yelling at Port Abyss. You know what to do. Come Get on, Abyss. No, oh, she just pulled Andrew Thomas. I got to go in there. Hey, I want you to get out of here. We're very focused on Goldie. Triple jump moonsault by Sabu. Oh, she's not letting him go cover the pin. Oh, she slapped him. Oh. Watch that be the disqualification. Oh, no. Oh. Sabu is grabbing Goldilocks. Pulling her into the ring. Uh, okay, Sabu looked like he was about to powerbomb Goldilocks. So, yeah, something. Pile, yeah, pile driver or something. Oh, but if this has got him for the shock treatment. Torture rack. Oh. No, he slips out. Comes back with a black hole slam. She looks pissed. She's telling the best to pin him. Andrew Thomas wants her out of here as if the chairs and tables were really any different. Abyss throws oh. Andrew Thomas onto a chair. <laughs> I don't know if he was supposed to go into the chair like that. No, nah, I don't think he was. And he calls for the bell. His face hit that shit hard. Yeah, it really did. Abyss chokes Sabu with a chain. 
Where's Raven? Where are you, Raven? Yeah, Goldilocks is screaming, finish him off. Well, you should. Oh, who's coming out? Oh, my God. It's Eric, it's Eric Watts. Watts. Oh, he oh. gets the best with a baseball bat. Goldie runs like she sees a ghost. The ex-boyfriend, the director of authority, hits Abyss again with the baseball bat and again. It's rubber as fuck. It bounced right off his back. It sure was. It, it reminds me when Jim Duggan bent his two-by-four because <laughs> it was rubber. And the announcers were just like, had a loss of words. Look at this. June 11, 2003, TNA's Desire suffers a broken back on TNA Explosion match. Oh, look. Here's explosion footage. And right there is oh. where she broke her. Shabam. Wow. With a broken, With a broken back. back. She, she still, still finishes, finishes the match? Really? That's the impressive. Rock, the rock bottom. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to do that. After a 10-month recovery, she returned last week. And that was, by the way, um, against Mercedes Martinez. Right. When she Who broke. is uh, currently in AEW. Correct. 18 years ago, well, I guess 19 years ago, from the injury, Mercedes Martinez was injuring people. Accidentally. Accidentally breaking people's backs. It's kind of crazy that I'm, su I'm surprised they were like, guys, pull out that explosion footage. I'm surprised they could find it then, since apparently it doesn't exist anymore. <sighs> Simon Diamond has asked for this interview time. Got a lot on my mind, Scott. Three parts of the broken chain in front of me right now. A broken friendship and a broken back and a broken promises. Talking in order from himself, Desire, and Sunny Siaki. Wow, he's talking about how Desire wasn't sure if she was going to provide for her children. Yeah, she was stressing out about when she could get an opportunity to provide for her children. Well, what was Sonny Siaki doing? I thought they had a child together. He was working. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not true. Six years of friendship. Throw down the drain. Best man at the wedding. Simon Diamond died the night Swinger ripped up the robe. He didn't want to be Simon. He want that was because Paul Heyman wanted him to be that. My real name is Pat Kenny. He's 100% Irish. Not Irish. Not Italian. 
Was Simon Diamond presented as Irish or uh, as a Dan? I don't know. He still has Simon Diamond tights. Well, he couldn't get new ones made for Pat kind of yet. Well, so hard and so thorough. You better think about the consequences, what they're going to be when you step to us. Okay. A huge bomb dropped to us by Pat Kenny. Huh. Interesting. Okay, so he's Pat Kenny now, and not Simon Diamond. Right? Is that, I mean, that's... Yeah, I... We'll find out on the nameplate. Here's Gilberti, Trinity, and Johnny Swinger. Now, before you ask, Dallas, I already checked. There's no one you know for his match. Really? Yeah, I'm ahead of the game. Okay, so yeah, they were brought together by their Italian heritage. I feel like that's like a new development. Because I never really put that together. I thought it was because they were from New York. Oh, that's as well. Tanae just said that too, so. Oh. Glenn has a microphone. We're better than everybody here. Because we're Italian. We're from New York City. The only thing famous to happen in the state of Tennessee when is when Elvis croaked on the toilet eating a ham sandwich. So true. Oh, Pat Kenny. Washed up wrestler named Simon Diamond. Kenny? Trinity goes, yeah, that's pretty lame. Trinity saying she picked a bad night to return with a broken back. Okay, we got to recognize a few changes. Trinity no longer takes a back seat to anyone. Oh, Trinity. Trinity is the new leader and creator of the NYC New York connection. Here comes Desire, Sunny Saki, and Irish Pat Kenny. That's how they introduced him. Look at that. Let's see. Yeah, so I gotta uh, bring something out to Sarah's car, so I'll be right back. Okay, I'll call. I'll call the match. I don't have my earbuds in, so if you're yelling at me, I'm sorry to all the listeners oh. out there. Okay, that's good. Okay, good thing it's a match and not a highlight video. This, you guys, this is what happens on a live show. I, I don't know what to say. Let's see who's starting us off here. It's uh, we don't know yet. Might be Glenn Goberti Swinger still in the ring, though. Kenny wants his hands on Swinger. But he looks like he's going to be starting with Glenn Goberti. The bell is rung. 
We're at an hour, 40 seconds. Well, let's see what happens in this match. It's pretty similar to what we saw last week. We got the women involved now, which is exciting. Desire's return match. And, of course, Trinity is always fun to watch. Then go Birdie going after Pat Kenny in the corner. Irish whips, goes with a clothesline. And he whips go Birdie again, clotheslines him in another corner. And he goes for another one and gives him a right hand, drops him to the mat. Don West says, I might accidentally call him Simon Diamond because I've been so used to it. This used to be called the Simon series, but is it the Kenny series? I don't know. Don West is wondering the same thing we are. Go Birdie. And Kenny trading right hands. Irish whips Gilberti, who slips out of the ring. Pretty interesting stuff here. I think uh, I think that, you know, Pat Kenny here, let him get the win over Swinger. Let's end it once and for all. Give him that singles push he deserves. Sonny Siaki's in now with Johnny Swinger. So we're going to take control. A couple right hands. Irish whips Sayaki, who holds her up, kicks Swinger in the head, turns him inside out with that one. Let's see, Sonny Sayaki off the rope. There we go. Took it right to him into the mat. Sun West. Pat Kenny back in the ring, who has Swinger. Double team hip toss. I'm sorry, I'm back. Welcome back, Bob. I'm sure Dallas said absolutely nothing for the three minutes that I was gone. It was actually five minutes, and yeah, I stayed silent. I knew it. Just kidding. Oh, Russian leg sweep by Pat Kenny onto Johnny Swinger. Have I missed any thrilling action or no? Not really. It's been okay, but nothing crazy. Swinger selling that <laughs> his, his head hitting the top turnbuckle pretty good. Well, Bob, since you're back... Uh, let's talk about some notes. I don't have a lot, but might as well mention some. Uh, we mentioned recently that Lash LaRue was on Explosion, and it's because he's been uh, backstage the past few weeks, and he's looking for work. But Alvarez points out that the last time that he, uh, last time he was here, he had gotten out of shape and did not look good at all. Really? Yeah, so Lash LaRue, apparently not, not doing great. So, like, the last time he was on Explosion, he was... That's what I'm assuming it's referencing, yeah. Uh, um, also, not that anyone knows the name, and I certainly don't, but just for some... Maybe someone out there does. But Walt Wilson, who's the former general manager of Compete Compendia Music Group, was hired on to head up marketing for the promotion. So we have a new marketing person here in TNA. So we'll see if that helps bring any more attention to the product. Who who came in? Walt Wilson. Oh, Walt. I don't know. That's uh, I've never heard of that person either. It's probably really irrelevant to anything. Right. I'm just. You're just as complete as I am. I just got to give you guys the notes, okay? They don't all mean. Sometimes they leave stuff out, but I figured, you know what? Maybe someone is interested in the marketing. You know what? Maybe Walt Wilson's listening to this, and he's like, I really hope they mentioned that time I was brought in. I remember right. that. We talked about that on April 28, 2004. Pat Kenny's in trouble here by Swinger. Atomic drop. 
gets a clothesline. Uh, and I'll give you one more quick one here during this match, and then I'm going to save some for the next couple matches. Uh, apparently, Ric Flair did a million interviews overseas last week promoting the house show tour that they were doing. Now, why does that pertain to us? Well, uh, it's because he really buried TNA in the interview. Flair did? Yes. He says, quote, I watched it a couple times, and what I saw, it was terrible. Anything that Vince Russo is involved with is going to be bad. I'm sorry, but he's a cartoon character. Jeff Jarrett is a good performer, but some of the stuff they've had on it with Raven and others wasn't enjoyable. I wouldn't pay a dollar to see Raven a headline. I've never seen a good match on NWA TNA. Okay, so that's wrong. There's been good matches, and I would certainly pay a dollar to see Raven. <laughs> well, Ric Flair wouldn't. He's play, He's towing that WWE line. Like, give me a break. Yeah, I, that's not an interview I expected to uh, see this week. <laughs> we have a Ric Flair talking about TNA in I mean, 2004. Has, has there been some like really questionable things? Of course. But there's been good matches. You can't win everything, you know? No, I guess not. Toss a swinger right over. Nice backdrop there by Pat Kenny. Although he's got the Simon Dine. Oh, set out Spine Buster on his best. The best well, while you were gone, Bob, he was going for the Simon series. And Don Musk goes, what do we call this now? The Kenny series? <laughs> oh, jeez. And even Mike Tanae was like, I don't know. He he hits a bunch of suplexes. <laughs> that just shows you the uh, the planning. That they're like, we don't even know what to call it anymore. I'd call it the, the Kenny series. Just for fun. Yeah. Sonny Siaki cleaning house here with forearms and now he's chopping both the uh, swinger and uh gilberti has desire been in the match at all she no? has not yet she's gonna get that big baby face pop look she she's is. she's about to come in oh she oh siaki blocked a low blow from trinity but gilberti saves her and so does swinger desire is just frustrated on the apron she really wants to get her hands oh she just tagged siaki she just yeah Double clothesline. Oh, Trinity tri yanked her off the apron. Is this a match where the women have to wrestle the women or what? Uh, TNA has never really been like that, so I'm going to say it, it probably doesn't, but because of the whole Fox thing, Fox Sports Net, they're probably going to they're probably going to keep it that way, yeah. So, yeah, so technically Trinity and Desire are illegal. Trinity jumps on the back of Sunny Siaki. What we spoke too soon, kind of, because Siaki just flipped Trinity over. Gilberti and, and uh, Swinger were knocked to the floor. Oh, I thought Desire was about to turn on Siaki. I know. She pushed him out of the way. Ducks the clothesline by Trinity. Oh. And we got a cat fight. Cat oh, shit. She's, la she's laying in punches. She ain't pulling hair. Never mind. Yeah, she's, uh, I broke my back. I'm pissed. What was Posey Why is the ref holding her like that? Yeah, what is that? Is he turning heel? Uh, was he just is paid Posey off? Is Posey from New York? Uh, if he is, he's definitely joining the NYC because Trinity oh, is the leader. Here. Now she's going back to just pummeling Trinity on the forehead. Posey throws her off. Dude, his little she's arm waves are so Posey. funny. It's me. I'm the referee. Mike Posey. You can't hit me. Oh, swing oh. trips desire. And Glenn oh. Gilberti tosses a chair into Trinity. This isn't good. Oh. Siaki grabs it from the outside oh. of the ring. 
Oh, roll up. One, two. Trinidad, Desire got the pin on Trinity. Trinity still had the chair in her hand. Why didn't she just hit her with the chair? That's what I would have done. Every man's desire getting the win. What a return from a broken back. Wait, something's happening in the back. He what? Oh, Raven has commandeered a cameraman. He's abducted a cameraman. Oh, he's, he's choking, choking me. He's choking me. The cameraman was just, yeah, he's choking. Put this on me. I've been called a lot of things in my career. I've been called psychotic, unstable. I've been called drug addict, an alcoholic. I've been called dysfunctional, a freak. Everything except for one word. I've never been called a liar. If I tell Sabu that I got his back, then I got his back. If I tell Chris Harris that he's not going to make it into the cage, then he's not going to make it into the cage. And that happened. He put Vampiro to wrestling when he said he was going to put him out. Temerity. Talking about our truth. Ron, the truth. He shook, Vince just shook his hand, said he was going to have Jeff Jarrett in the cage. If I got to jump through hoops to get what I need done, that's fine, Vince. You're going to pay, and everyone else is going to pay. They're going to be assaulted. This is quite a threat to Vince. Yeah. James Storm, you are first. James Storm is going to take the beating that is rightfully Vince Russo's. You hear the words coming out of my mouth, Vince? He's playing James Storm. Is this... I feel like we're getting a slow build to a Raven match, which I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it makes a ton of sense. I got two words for you, Vince. Bloodbath. I think you hear me knocking, and I think I'm coming in. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Never. We're at the announce table, but they're not standing up. We got a, a lower angle here. Shooting like today down west, yeah. The way that, this feels like as if it's a green screen behind him a little bit. This yeah, this is how Vince and uh, Jerry Lawler yeah. would, would do <laughs> the tape draws. Yeah. What they're saying liar is one thing that Raven is. That ain't right. Did did you say ne- next week is James Storm and Raven? No, I think that's today. Isn't it? Oh, today. So up next, maybe he said. Yeah, yeah. So we're interviewing James Storm backstage with Scott Hudson now. Were they? I love his Sting like what? 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 Circa Sting jacket is that? That's what he's definitely propelling down from the rafters. It absolutely is. That that feels like a ninety-seven, like late ninety-six, early ninety-seven. Yeah. 
If I know my partner, he will be back. So I bet Chris Harris will be back today. Oh, it's not going to happen. He's not going to put him in a wrist lock and a headlock. Now, here's the thing. If I see James Storm putting a headlock or a wrist lock on, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, here's Kid Cash. A few things I want to say real quick. Sorry about Chris Harris getting hurt. This is not a good time. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. They're going to go down in history. It's the greatest tag team. Yeah, yeah. You don't tell me anything. Oh. That's me. He Talking wanted to hurt Chris Harris himself. That's why he's upset. Oh. Are oh. they saying that because of Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Hot? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, it could be. So I'm getting him up. James Storm going after him. This is definitely teasing America's Most Wanted versus Kid Cash and Dallas feud. Another team that's probably going to get the titles back before we're on TV. That you know what, dude? That's what I'm thinking too. And listen, love Kazarian, but I have a feeling that he uh he'll be losing that title before TV as well. Yeah. Raven's on his way out. He's got his like weird song, but I'm trying to Doesn't wait and it... see. It didn't it didn't switch yet. Oh it's not. It's like his ECW one tonight. That's weird. <clears throat> well, speaking of Raven, uh, the last time that he wrestled was uh, two weeks ago when he lost to Chris Harris in that number one contender match. So on April 17th, Raven lost the 3PW Heavyweight Championship to Joey Matthews wow. at the ECW Arena. And there's no Indian news for uh, James Storm. Wow. Raven goes and sits in the corner. We find the defendant's guilty. Here comes James Storm in his sting jacket. He is looking like he's ready to fight. Guilty. When he's booking it, he's booking it. He's pissed. He's ready to go. We're going right at it. Hey, speaking of uh, Frankie Kazarian, uh, we did not mention this on air yet because it just happened uh, not long before. But uh, Frankie Kazarian quote tweeted one of our uh, tweets from when. Oh, right himself and Jerry Lynn were fighting. I thought this was pretty cool. It was a, a gif of Jerry Lynn doing the middle rope leg drop to Kazarian from pay-per-view 84. So almost 10, of, 10 episodes ago. Yeah. But um, he said, a move that I have used for years after this with Jerry's permission, done flawlessly by the master. Jerry Lynn is a mentor and a man I'm so proud to call a friend, not to mention one of the very best to ever lace up a pair of boots. And I thought that was pretty cool. Now, see, this is that's the type of stuff that I love that we get from this podcast is that when the wrestlers, especially uh, Pat Kenny, Simon Diamond, like he'll give you like his mindset on a variety of things that were taking place at the time. But Kazarian to kind of give uh, that background and a shout out to Jerry Lynn, I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and, and Simon Diamond, he's done a ton. Legend did it almost every time I tagged him. 
oh, it was great to work with this guy. He was yeah. awesome. Like that kind of stuff is really cool to kind of get their feelings on on this stuff. Yeah. Even if you know Frank Kazarian blocked me, that's all right. I, I deserved it. It's James Storm with a couple of side rush and uh, leg sweeps into the guard railing. A move that Raven has often done to people. Oh, and another one. Well, they are brawling. I mean, he was right. They're not just having a wrestling match. Here, they're brawling. Look at the guy, that big mountain dude in the front row. I better, I better not see a headlock. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, he crotched him on the. Oh, what's right. happening? Oh, he's he's. Oh wait, did he hit him? It didn't look like that he hit him, but they're saying he clotheslined him. I'll take their word for it, I guess. They're in the crowd now. This dude's eating a hot dog right behind him. He's like, fuck, I got to go away or I'm going to lose my hot dog. There's a small child running around who's definitely going to get hit. If they, look at the small kid there. Move that kid away from these guys. Okay, they did. They moved the kid as James Storm and Raven. They can't get the cameraman over the guardrail. So they're zooming in. Yeah, slowly. Raven wow. trying to fight back, but he gets whipped against the guardrail again. I wonder if they're not brawling into the crowd because there's only 700 fans there. Ah, uh, could be. You also don't need to go across the entire building, so I don't know. I don't. That's wow. probably why. But I also they've done it before in like empty bleachers. Right. And Bob, does that cameraman in the cargo shorts not look jacked or what? Is, do you think he's a plant? You never know. You never know these days, guys. The last time saying. I thought it was a plant, it turned out not to be a plant. I'm still, I still, that's a conspiracy. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was not a regular cameraman. There's no way. Dude. I've never seen a, that jacket. Guys, go ahead, rewatch AW's Revolution from 2022 and tell me the jack cameraman is not just a regular camera. There's no way he's a regular cameraman. No way. This lady's grabbing her purse. She's like, shit. And listen, I understand that. I've been at many wrestling shows where my shit's been stepped on or, like, knocked across the room. So, yeah. Or shit dumped on it. You got to grab your shit. If they brawl in the crowd, grab it. Oh, see, we're going more into the crowd here. He just keeps slamming Raven's head on the plastic chairs. Look at the old guy right in the front. That's Bob in like 70 years coming to wrestling. That ain't going to be me. Yeah, it is. Come here, Slutty. Let's go to the wrestling matches. Let's go to the match. I want to see the rink. <laughs> so my mom used to call it the wrestling rink. Oh, he broke a chair. James Storm missing Raven. I think he smashed it in half. Drop toe hold. Oh, his Raven. arm. It was his arm that went on the chair, too. Wow. His right arm. I'm cu I actually am wondering if that's a corpse. Oh, wait, he moved his arm. Never mind. Uh, you think he's dead? <laughs> he hasn't reacted at all. He just moved his arm, though. He's alive. Oh, he whips the arm over the guardrail. We're heading toward the ringside area again. We are at an hour, 20 minutes, 18 seconds, if you're following along at home. So a little under 30 minutes left, if I remember correctly. We got 30 minutes and 8 seconds left. Yeah, so I was pretty much right. Yeah, you were pretty much wrong. You said under 30 minutes. <laughs> now there's under 30 minutes left. 
We're finally back in the ring. James Storm really doing a good job of hiding that his arm isn't burned. So Raven hooks his arm under the top rope and then misses a kick. The storm fell. Oh, just laying in. He's trying to injure him. Send him to the hospital. Raven is so brutal, dude. Make this a Raven's Clockwork Orange House of Fun. And it would just be the cherry on the top of the delicious hot fudge Sunday of the show we've been watching today. We don't we don't want that. And we got a title match up next. So you had the little nuts on top of that hot fudge Sunday, and it's just gonna be complete. We don't want that to happen. Yeah, we do. Especially if it's one of those McDonald's hot fudge Sundays. You ask for both caramel and hot fudge. You gotta get the nuts. And they're so good. Look at this. Crossface, chicken wing, hammerlock, submission, applied. Bob Backlund won the WWF title with this move, and that's the only thing I know about it. The chicken wing. He's fighting out of it, though. He's Bret Hart against Bob Backlund. That's right. Oh, back into the corner. I'm glad the pole's gone, or I'm sure it'd fall by this point. Boom. Boom. There we go. It broke it. That took a lot. Yeah. Both men are exhausted. Speaking of a lot, remember our buddy Johnny Fairplay? Oh, no. What happened? Well, his representatives, his quote representatives, have been trying to get him back on TV. Uh, he hasn't been around forever and in forever. And clearly there are no plans for him. Now, apparently he does have a 26-show deal. But Alvarez says, I'm not sure if that means they have to use him 26 times in one year or 26 times before things go under or what. Uh, apparently, the Star Magazine editor that he was sitting in the crowd with during his last appearance a month or so back is actually his current girlfriend. And Alvarez says, that would certainly explain his column in the magazine. Sure would. I wonder, I mean... Is it suggesting that they would have to pay him for the 26 appearances, even if he doesn't have it? Uh, that's a good question. If he doesn't have them? I don't know. That was a bad freaking bulldog from Storm. Raven fell too early. Raven kicks out at two. Oh, there's uh, Dallas is at the, uh, he's on the aisle. That's right, Big D, big man. Storm continues to wrestle with one arm. Wait, isn't that, isn't his right arm the injured one? No, it's his left. Oh, it's his left. Yeah, he's been working the left. Oh, that's right. Oh, Raven power bombs him. Oh, feet on the ropes, but he only got a two count. Couldn't keep him down. Storm avoids. Gets a roll up one. Two. Royal Raven kicks out at two. Can Storm pull off a major upset here? Well, he's screaming, so that usually means he's going to do something. Send up a super kick. Raven catches it. Only Shawn Michaels' cousin can do that. And he kicks Raven. That was not an integrated. Okay, one, two. Raven kicks it.
Oh, Raven drops his arm over the top rope from the apron. Now he's coming back in slowly. He's on the hunt. He's on the prowl. Storm countering a DDT. Ducks a clothesline. Super kick. Raven does a... Look, Dallas is in the ring. You know what that means? Kid Cash. Oh! With the nightstick. nightstick. It was Kid Cash in the nightstick. With the nightstick in the ring. This is a game of Clue. Raven is up. DDT. Got it. Raven effect. One, two, three. Raven prevails. No, nope. probably the right decision, and clearly, AMW uh, yeah. will be going for the tag team titles against Cash and Dallas. There's no way. You, th- you think so, huh? Yeah. And they're there, beating down on James Storm. Following Raven out, but Dallas and Kid Cash is beating down on Storm, hitting him with that nightstick. Irish whip, double clothesline, and spear combo kind of. Yeah. That's right. We find you guilty. Here comes Dilo Brown. The feud must continue. Of course it does. That's not the same nightstick as earlier. Either. That's back to the pipe. So that's kind of weird. They're saying it's a nightstick. It's not. It's not the same one as earlier. Just when I thought we were going to some nightstick justice. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Here comes security. Wow. Former NWA world champion Jeff Jarrett Grand promo. Oh, it's a pre-taped video. Wow. Russo, you fulfilled your goal. AJ Styles beat you for that title on April 21st. Russo's lied, connived ever since he came back to TNA. Get the title off my waist onto anybody. That was your goal. Picked AJ Styles. Could have been anybody. Abyss, Raven. Picked AJ. Now he's champion. I live it. I eat it. Always giving him a warning. You know it. And I know it. I got a rematch clause. You surprise me. You want to play games? We'll play games, Vance. And I got my option. And that option is option C. So I will be turning in my X Division <laughs> Championship, and I will get my shot at the title at Destination X. Jeff Jarrett should have been X Division Champion. That would no. have been fucking amazing. No. That would have been so cool. I've taken them all down. Wow, this is... Hey, speaking of Jeff Jarrett, Jerry Jarrett had an interview with Michael Weaver Jr., and he'd said that he'd be uh, he'd written a book about his life that was set to release in June of 2004. Um, he said any questions related to the Ring of Honor deal should be sent to the TNA Public Relations Department, which I believe was still Dixie Carter at the time. And then he also said that they were looking to get into TNA DVDs into retail stores soon. 
Well, they sure did, because I remember buying a bunch at Best Buy. Now we're at the announce table. Hey, you. how do you want to be a wrestler? We're doing that gut check. Go to nwatna.com. I don't do it. Can you pass the test and be a member of the Academy, Bob? It's not worth it. I think there's been some big names who came out of the Academy. Name one. I, I mean, I'm begging you. Name one. I need to wait, and I will figure it out. Yeah, because there is none. Literally zero. Video on demand. Um, uh, I feel like they're about to tell us what's... The TNA trading cards, I got some right here next to me. How ridiculous that I literally have some sitting next to me right now. Not a joke. I actually do. And Don, next Wednesday, I was going to tell you no, but I want to hear this. First of a three-match series. Oh, Sanjay Dutt versus Amazing Red is still happening. Oh. Oh, shit. It's just starting a week late. Trinity? Trinity versus Desire next week, one-on-one. Team NWA against, I know it already, Team Canada preview of that World X Cup. Raven gets a title shot next week against the winner of the main event. Oh, wow. Whoa. Just casually mention that. No big deal. Raven, you know, guy tormenting people for months. Michael Shane with Tracy next wow. week against Shane Douglas. Dude, next week is looking good. Yeah. Michael Shane for Shane Douglas. We're going to uh, look at the history well, a little bit there. That's, well, since this is going to be a highlight package, um, Jersey All Pro Wrestling set an attendance okay. record on yeah. April 24th in Rawway, New Jersey with 720 fans. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because Amazing Red was on that show, and he wore a TNA t-shirt, which wound up <laughs> in him being heckled out of the place in lots of F. Jarrett and F. Ryder type chants. Uh, when TNA oh. has a negative connotation with the few fans who support the Indies, they need a facelift. The only way a TNA type group can work is if they consider the or if they are considered the cool alternative. Branding is very important nowadays, and they need to become the cool brand. Not, not that being the cool brand was able to save ECW at all. So, you said April twenty fourth. Yes. Let's see uh, what else was on that show. I'm sure maybe we'll talk. Oh, about there's it. some pretty interesting stuff on that show, Bob, including someone I don't think he wrestled though. So it was called Awesome Sacrifice uh, at the Rawway Rec Center. Uh, Teddy Hart. So Amazing Red fought Teddy Hart on that show. Teddy Hart won that match. Dan Moff retained the Jersey All Pro Heavyweight Championship against Mike Awesome. Yeah, well, you want to know what happened after that match? Uh, I believe Vader, right? Vader. Yeah, yeah, Vader. And it's setting up for a match on June 5th with Vader and Mike Awesome versus Dan Moff and Samoa Joe. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> How long are Jersey All Pro shows? 
those are long, dude. Those are like three hours, like easily three hours. Teacher versus student next week. Michael Shane versus Tracy next week. And I ha- I know I have those shows on DVD. Really? I do. Yeah. So that June fifth show is called When Worlds Collide. And in case you're wondering, does that match happen? Yes, it does. Wow, that's even better to know. Yeah, because usually, I mean, a match like that could easily not happen. AJ's first defense of second reign here. We're getting the truth versus AJ, like, facts. Fighting champion? True definition. It's AJ Styles. Can the truth do it again? We're about to find out. I might only have one more note left I'll give you during the show. I or during the show, duh. Uh, during this yeah. match. I got I'll check after the entrance is here. Is my man. Beware. Oh look, is he coming out alone? And he's sure wearing looks cam- it. he's wearing his camo now. He changes gear. I mean, are you is it just me or I mean I'm kind of surprised that the crowd is so uh, supportive of Ron Killings just because he hasn't been pre- presented in such a strong manner, really. Right. Not that well, he's I'm, not talented. Yeah, I've also noticed if you didn't tell me the number, well, if I didn't figure out the number, the crowd's been pretty loud tonight. It's so, an energetic 700. Which is good. It's. It, I'd rather have an energetic 700 than a dead 1250. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can't feed off a dead crowd, but you can feed off 700. Talking about beating Ken Shamrock on August 2002. That's crazy. I do only have one more note. Um, So after AJ Styles' entrance when the match starts, I will do that. But let's get through the entrance first of our new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the phenomenal one. There was only one, AJ Styles. Whoa. I just wish they, I just wish they had booked AJ stronger leading into this title reign. So I feel like this would be a much bigger deal. Same thing with Ron Killings, really. I mean, what has he done to justify this title match other than say that he should be champion? Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. This could be a good match, though. I think this is a pretty good main event. I mean, I think it's one of the more weaker ones. Personally. Well, because you're kind of going off of how Killings has also been built up for this. I'm going off how the presentation for both, yeah. Right. But I I guess I'm looking at it on paper like, shit, okay, this is is good. Yeah. I'll just do my indie notes real quick here for both these guys because Ryan Killings actually had an indie appearance. So I mentioned AJ Styles earlier. Uh, he was involved in that three-way dance for BCW where Christopher Daniels won, also invo- involving Joe E. Le- Legend. On April 24th, AJ Styles teamed up with Briar Wellington, also known as The Threat, defeating Gavin Starr and Zach Gowan for IWR in Warren, Michigan. I never knew that AJ had a tag team called The Threat, but I guess he did. Oh. Uh, for cyberspace wrestling... Ron Killings retained the heavyweight championship against Sinister X <laughs> on April 24th in Wayne, New Jersey. Wow. Now, Ron Killings, 
So yeah, he had like the abyss number one contendership back on March twenty fourth. He lost the four way, which Raven won to fight Chris Harris. I'm trying to see the last time Ron Killings won a singles match. Oh jeez. Uh, when he beat Ken Shamrock in August <laughs> of 2002. Uh, Dallas, this is a long time. He's been teaming up with Three Life Crew for a very long time. So he hasn't wrestled in singles in wicked long. Very long. His last singles win, and it's not because he's lost a bunch of singles matches. Like I said, he's mostly teaming up with uh, PG right. and or Conan. So his last singles win was on May 14th, 2003 against Kid Cash. Whew, I don't even remember that. And yet here he is getting a title match. He deserved it, man. He lost to Michael Shane on February 18th, 2004. Wow. Wow. The bell has rung. We are at an hour, 37 minutes, and 58 seconds. Which means as as they're locking up, we have... 12 minutes and 34 seconds left. So Pretty nice. Get probably at least 10 minutes. Right. Well, my final note of the night, Bob, is that there are plans being made to start running house shows in select markets as experiments after TV gets in place. Uh, and, and Dave decides to say, well, if there are if they're in are into piling up losses at a faster pace, running house shows these days is the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound like a great idea. Nah, probably not. You can't even get a paying crowd, like a paying crowd to a, a p- weekly pay-per-view format. I can't imagine for a house show. Right. Now, I, for one, have been to two TNA house shows, and I had a, I had a blast. I also brought someone there who uh, didn't really watch TNA, so that was fun. That was also, like, what, 2007? Well, right. I mean, different time, but. Yeah. Not. 2004. Not to say that the roster isn't uh, good here, but they have done uh, pretty much nothing. They're just countering each other uh, for like the first minute of this match. Go behinds, Killings taking Styles down to the mat like he's an amateur wrestler. Oh, he's hurting, dude. That's right where your appendix is, so he might have just popped it. My appendix just burst. God dang it. Contact was made right there. He heard it himself. The only thing I don't like about title matches, I do feel like they delay, like, in the beginning for, like, five minutes, no matter what. I mean, they're trying to make this a, a big match feel. Which, I mean, I understand. But... For me, it's not, like I've said, it's just not connecting with me in that regard. Shoulder block by Ron Killings. Off the rope, style slips over, pops up. Leapfrog. Oh, he goes for a drop kick, but Killings held the rope. So he's coming back. Oh, Styles with a nice drop salt. Right. Oh, you know, today said it's a drop kick, so I'm going to go back to start saying that. And Paul London is really the true drops all guy. So. Oh, oh, oh! Killings just got punched and flopped through the middle rope out of the ring. Oh, is AJ going to go for a dive? Killing slides in, pop up, drops him on the top rope. Then a nice right hand. 
Truth. Crowd's Truth. hot, as they have been all night, which is nice. Look at him kicking those ribs. What's going to happen? Is AJ going to lose the title in his first defense? That's been a theme here recently in TNA. So it wouldn't really surprise me. I think it's safe to say that's not going to happen. Bob! Well, I hope not because I want Raven and Styles next week. Yup. Uh, yeah. Sign me up. And I think that's... That's another reason why I feel like announcing... I feel like announcing Raven as getting a match, the title match next week, kind of suggests what might be happening today in this main event. Yeah, but I guess I understand it at the same time, especially when you do stuff where they're not announcing it, and we would be like, ah, shit, they probably should have told us. So to a degree, I get it. Because now you're like, oh, there's going to be another title match next week? That's pretty big. Yeah. Whereas this week, they didn't announce a whole lot. We got a little bit lower of a crowd. We'll see how the responses are next week. Right. So you just never know. I think I think there'll be a decent crowd for a potential AJ Raven match. I think so. Oh, another submission. Oh yeah, Bob's favorite move. The abdominal stretch. It, he's got to do a claw. Dig into his 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 appendix. Oh, see, so yeah, Tanae even mentioning that will injure the. It'll add to the injury of AJ's uh, rib cage. I mean, AJ was just in a cage match last week. I'm sure he's still feeling it, especially after doing indie dates after it. So I'm sure he's not feeling great. True. He's probably still feeling it to this day. (laughs) He's feeling it so much that he's got to fight old people at WrestleManias these days. Yeah. I bet. Oh, dropkick. Killings knocks off the apron to the floor. Come on, Killings, get up. Hour 43 minutes, 10 seconds. AJ going for a dive. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh. Those ankles definitely hit the guardrail. Yeah, but they didn't, like, whack him real bad. No, but they still hit him, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Let's see it again. Look at this replay. Beautiful. Usually, they don't dive right there, so that is pretty interesting. Got under seven minutes left in the show. Time's flying. Come on, Ron. Can Ron pull it off? I'm going to say no. Bob, stop. I don't think he's going to do it. Going for that kick. Oh, Styles kicks him in the back of the left leg oh, and nice. shin breaker. Nice knee, a knee breaker. Knee shin. He hits some shin, but I guess it is technically a knee breaker. Yeah. Ah, today said knee. See? Yeah, there you okay. go. Okay. Yep. You're right. <laughs> if the professor says it. Oh, I thought he was going for a figure four. Is he going for a figure four? No. It's he's like a wrench on the leg. Is it like a modified? Like where he's like pulling it? Eh, no, he's not. I don't think so. Yeah. No, he's not. He's only pulling the one leg. True. 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 Just kicking him. Kicking him while he's down. That's rude. 
Ugh. Dragon Scroll. That looked terrible. Sure Look at working the leg. This is such psychology here. Kick to the back. Hopefully one day Ron Killings will come out to this theme song and the world will be so mad because it was only on a 995 pay-per-view that 30 people watched. People would be mad about it? Yeah, because some people would get it. Other people wouldn't get why he came out to oh, it. You and your freaking AEW nonsense. I'm sick of seeing it on Twitter, Bob. I, and I'll tell you what. People. And not to me. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, April 28th, 2022. Well, it'll actually come out on the 29th. But <laughs> the way it's listen, guys, I'm going to tell you right now. It's already been happening for like a month at this point. It was a leap year in 2004. I didn't know. So right now our episodes come out a day later than the show. Stay tuned for future uh, programming updates. As Styles oh. just drop kicked Andrew Thomas's knee. <laughs> <laughs> and of course Andrew Thomas is like, oh my god, I just broke my knee. My knee's torn. Going for a quick roll up, but visual Andrew pin Thomas. on the champion. Gotta love it. Yeah, well, Thomas's knee's kind of hurting right now. If you can't tell by his red forehead. Yeah. Checking on referee's Thomas condition. Ron's like, I was, I could have been champion. Rudy he's Charles is on the ramp. Point. They're saying. Well, what's he waiting for? Oh. Oh no, Bob! Double pin. Rudy Charles and Andrew Thomas have both counted a pin. Andrew Thomas says killings. No, one. stop it. And Styles is getting his arm raised by Rudy Charles. Why? Why? Andrew Thomas, yeah. Why do we do the things that we do? <laughs> well, both Jeez. shoulders were down. This is ridiculous. The amount of times that they've done this. Crap. Here's Vince Russo. He's grabbing the referees. What's going on, guys? Come on, guys. Through life crews in the ring, like, yo, are you serious? Back off. I got this, he says. Conan has a Jordan jersey on, number 23, one of Bob's For favorites. The Wizards. The Wizards, my favorite team. That's not even true. What's the, what's like, where are they from, the Wizards, you know? Uh, they are from Ohio. Ohio Wizards. Not right. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, wait. JB's on the mic. Director of Authority Vince Russo and Rudy Charles Inage. There's no decisive queen winner. The match is going to be continued. Okay. They didn't take off the titles then. This is so dumb. Yeah, but look at Technically... Their shoulders both were done. But hey, no, I'm not as mad, Bob, because they're redoing the match right now. They're not stripping yeah, I know, the belts. But the fact that they would even do that is annoying. Backslide. Because they've done this far too <gasps> many times as it is. Oh, I thought he was going to go to the axe kick. Styles gets it. Oh, that's a quick restart. It's 
still the NWA Heavyweight Champion of the World. That's AJ Styles. That's official. AJ will be facing off against Raven next week. That's pretty awesome. My life. I think that was I think that was poorly done. They didn't strip it and do a tournament. So you know what? It's a win in my book. Well, I mean, that is, I guess, a positive of it. But to do a double pin and then immediately uh, win the match or whatever, I don't really like that. I am, I am. Big night next week. Michael Shane, Shane Douglas, Trinity Desire, AJ against Raven. Who's this? It's Raven. Raven. I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming in. He's laying in some left hook or left hands, not hooks, really. Oh, he pushed that off the ramp, but he's back. Oh, he dropped holds him and he hits the fucking guardrail. Holy shit. Yikes. This is what we're going to see next Wednesday. That's it. We gotta go. We're out of time. Keith in the truck. Keep it rolling. We're still on the air, by the way. Raven's just beating him up still. Give, give it a second. Oh, Raven effect. Oh, right uh, on the ramp. He's cooked. Look how good Raven looks with the belt. Give him the fucking title, you cowards. He should be. He should have been champion a long time. Oh, and that wraps it up. Well, Dallas, uh, I'm going to say, I mean, that show flew by. So if I had to say, I'm going to go with a mild thumbs up because that main event was kind of disappointing for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it, it definitely flew by. Um, I was a little split for a while, but I think overall it was a good show. So I, and so yeah, I'm going to, I will join you. The first match was a disaster. Yeah, it was AAA. But, like, I didn't, like, hate anything on this show. So, I mean, to me, that's another thing where it's like, nah, it's a win. I mean, if if it wasn't, like, dreadful, I wasn't falling asleep. And I didn't want to shoot myself. Um, I didn't hate that finish as much because, like I said, they didn't do a tournament. They didn't bullshit us too bad. So I will accept what they did. I do think it was a silly, like, quick... They probably should have done that sooner and then... Um, you know, uh, restarted it and then had a little more than like two minutes. Yeah, uh, I think that's my only like. It wasn't, even, it wasn't even two minutes. That was like forty-five seconds. In the right. Time. Yeah. So you you know what I mean though. Like yeah, I didn't. I don't think that was um. I didn't like that part. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that either. But okay. you know what? I guess they all can't be winners. Well, they can't. But next week, it sounded wicked freaking good, dude. I'm really excited about next week's show. I, I'm definitely I'm excited about Raven and, and AJ. That's a strong main event. Um, but again, like, I'm not... Now that, like, now that we kind of know that the idea of, of Jarrett regaining the title before they go to TV makes me feel like as if uh, no one but Jarrett's going to be the one to beat Styles. Well, yeah, I do agree with that. And that is a bummer. And, you know, I mean, some, you know, that's always rumors and innuendo, right? You know, uh, but that's true. It, a lot of the stuff we've been reading has been coming true. I might have to cut back on some of it. It's, it's becoming so true. But 
Uh, I probably won't do that since it's all just still rumors, but it's um, it's very interesting the way that uh, some of this has been going in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised of how accurate that they are getting the reports, but that probably just means that Terry Taylor's like snitching on him or something. So. Right. Yeah. After his match in China and his surgery, he had to start getting extra cash some way. And Dave was like, "Listen, if you give me the intel, <sighs> give you some money." Yeah, who knows? Uh, and also, uh, it's important to note that we did not get, we did not see Chris Harris today. Yeah, and I think that's uh, very good. Smart, yeah, I, smart on them to keep him off. Yeah, I'm totally fine with them uh, actually, you know, selling the injury. So, right. That's uh, fine with me. I, I don't know how I feel about pivoting uh, back to AMW as a tag team because that really, if you are doing that, Chris Harris can't be sniffing. Uh, the main event scene for probably a while. Yeah, I agree. I don't think you should be anyway. So, yeah. Honestly, I think uh, I think we're heading in the right direction. Uh, and you know what? America's Most Wanted have had the titles a bunch, and they kind of did everything as a tag team. But if they do end up putting it back on them for TV, it's probably a smart move. I think. Yeah. And I think I think it'll only make them more popular as they kind of head there. I'm curious what they're going to do with the exhibition title, but now I have this gut feeling, Bob. They really like Amazing Red. I think Red might be our guy. That's an interesting choice. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would hate that. Me either. I think it's a smart move because Red is like really good right now. Uh, he has been really good, so that wouldn't shock me. And I don't think it'd be bad. I think Kazarian's already having a decent little run. Like the I'm proving you guys wrong. He's having good matches, and if he does fight Red, I'm looking forward to it. If he fights Sanjay, it's going to be a great match too, but I, I just don't see Sanjay winning the title and bringing it to TV potentially. Uh, no, I wouldn't see that. I could see Amazing Red definitely winning. Right. And you know what? It could be someone else. Maybe it's Jarrett. You never know. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, so you got anything else, or are we set to uh, carry on towards a Raven AJ next week? No, the only thing I got, Bob, is... If you guys don't already, please follow us over on our Twitter page at Cross the Line TNA. Like us on Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post our podcasts there as well. And if you could leave us a review, if you enjoy what you're listening to, leave it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can leave a review, do that. Follow us on Spotify. Anything you can do uh, is always appreciated and. Um, we appreciate your support. Yeah, do it, you cowards. Do it. They wouldn't put they wouldn't put the belt on uh, Raven because they were cowards. Well, you guys, leave us a review. Follow follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We get followers on Podbean all the time. Join join us right over there. Yeah, or follow and uh, share us with your friends. Absolutely. Or you, you know what? Maybe maybe you hate listening to us. Share it to your enemies. Yeah, yeah. Send this to them. Yeah. Listen, I know because if any group I've been in, I've been the TNA fan. So I know if you have a group of wrestling fans, there's one TNA fan there. I know there is. More than likely. Because I was that one fan. So. Well, you still are that one fan. That's actually very accurate. <laughs> Nothing has changed in that regard. I don't know anyone who watches Impact besides me in our friend group. <laughs> Or like people associated with us that right. are wrestling fans. 
which is actually really interesting. But you know what? They're missing out. Because chances are you're watching Impact current day. You're listening to us cover the old stuff, but I've been I've been Impact since I knew about it. So and I'm not giving up anytime soon, damn it. And Rebellion was so much fun, Bob. I had a blast. Me too. It was uh, really great to watch that show live. It was so great. Yep. Josh Alexander, champ. Damn right. He he beat Moose with a with a quick roll up. And they tried to restart the match, and it just wasn't going to happen, so he left with the title. I really hope that we guessed that right, considering this is a month and a half. You heard it here first. This is a month early. That's right. (laughs) All right, folks. Until next week, for Dallas Grizzly, I am Bob Conn Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.